Yeah. Be suiting up, so I got my boat tie on. Yeah, I could be chilling now, so I got my dad hat on. Yeah, wow, wow. I could be chilling now, so I got my dad hat on. Yeah, I could be suiting up, so I got my boat tie on. Yeah, dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow, dad hats and bow ties. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode. Dad has some bow ties. How you living? XAB. Distinguish the God. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. Thank you. Shout out to all of our viewers. Mia was Gucci. Um, D-Flow, what's up, bro? Oh, I'm just out here trying to live my life. All right. <laughs> That's a fact, bro. That's a fact. All right, fuck it. Let's get into the shits, man. Um, so It's a good icebreaker. I've been watching you know, a lot of Joe Budden, been looking at a lot of different podcasts. You've been pumping like it up? That. That's crazy. Damn. Damn, Joe. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> nah, but I've been looking at... My fault, bro. I've been looking at... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know, bro. But I've been looking at like how we're in, obviously in this new age of like everybody trying to be a podcaster. Facts, I hate it. It's like it's like it's like when niggas was all trying to be rappers. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. five years it's, ago, it's niggas are still trying to <laughs> be rappers. Everybody still trying to be, be rappers. Right that there. bad chick, that model, and you know that she looked bad, but she just want to rap. You know what? I think more. I think the niggas then had they run a trying to be rappers, yeah. and and a lot of niggas who was trying to be rappers is like, all right, it ain't gonna yeah. work. We know but a lot of them personally. Not a bad chick. Crazy. Now all the chicks want to be right. rappers. All the chicks want to be rappers. Want to spit bars? Every <laughs> all them got. They ain't got no bars. You need to just stick to spitting. <laughs> Listen, man, as the Damn. producer nigga in the group, <laughs> y'all all don't have bars. Facts. Listen, all right, we we gonna talk about Meg Thee Stallion, and I think she got a point, but Fuck there's also up. a point in. Like all of y'all who think if you just drop a nice fire or not even fire sometimes bar about your pussy Damn. and you think that that's what's gonna put you on, it ain't. Damn. It ain't gonna put you on. You might have to lay down and take clothes off instead of putting them on. This Facts. nigga, I'm serious. We <laughs> get out. You live. We know. We know of particular. You know who I'm talking about. Who is really just using the fact that they a bad bitch to. Just get off some trash bars. These bars is not hitting. I gotta slap a pussy ass nigga. I'ma make it look sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God! You know exactly who I'm talking about. That's rough. This aloe vera is good. Aloe, you need to try this. Flow shit good. And I'm like, shorty, (laughs) shorty, what happened? Now you you spit? All right, she been spitting. She just spitting differently now. She's been to a different type of mic. Oh, she listening? Oh, she... <laughs> this nigga just offended whoever's listening. I don't even know who's listening. Um, but yeah, so like, <laughs> in, in the light of that, though, right? In the light, um, got to be in the light. How do you feel us when we started podcasting? How did that impact you as an individual? Honestly, I really feel like I don't know. I, I tell y'all the story all the time. I got the faithful call from XAB. Thought it was a motherfucking record deal. Nigga said, "Hey, I got this podcast. I want to do it. Like, what the fuck is a podcast?" He was like, nigga, listen to this link. 
Nigga sent me uh, Brilliant Idiots. I still ain't listen to that shit to this day. But hey, <laughs> he sent the link. I feel like I listened to somebody else shit randomly and was like, oh, this is what this is. Just a bunch of people just talking for a few hours and shit. I was like, so it's like radio. But then I learned some of them, they don't play music. Some of them, they don't do breaks. They just go straight through. Some people have different stuff. Um, and then when we just started doing it, I don't think it really has had an effect on me per se because I honestly feel like you know, this may be cliche, but DJ Envy says it every day. He feels like he doesn't have a job. He feels like he just goes to work and loves what he does. So mm-hmm. this is just regular to me. This doesn't feel like it's taken away. If anything, it has added to mm-hmm. me, honestly. So to answer the question, what effect has podcasting added on me? It's definitely added some value, some more context, some more deeper layers. I feel like people see me and and hear me differently. Um and people have a, just another side to choose from, you know, with Distinguished. Some people really get turned off about the community work I do. Some people get turned off by, you know, the the, the slams I do. Some people really come to this shit for comic relief and entertainment. You know, mm-hmm. they don't, you know, they don't like sometimes when I'm so uppity or, you know, suited up and shit like that. They like when a nigga's a little loose, you know. I put on my Facebook, I think today or yesterday, somebody dead stopped me. It was like, nigga, who are you and where's Distinguished? I was like, what happened? He was like, nigga, you got jeans on. I was like, bruh. That's crazy. Niggas like, yeah, you be you be dressed down sometimes. But my nigga, you you always in a suit. I was like, wow. Whatever flows your boat. Nah, I mean, I really I was thinking about that question earlier today too, because okay. I was just like, what has podcasting done, I think, for like the XAB brand or mm-hmm. me in general? I think for the brand, like you said, when I was just being an artist, mm-hmm. people I know when I had like a publicist and stuff. A lot of what they wanted me to get into was finding a way for people to like learn about my personality. Because mm-hmm. they were like, yo, when you about business, you too businessy. When you're doing the art, you just about the art, but there's no in-between. And sometimes people need that in-between space. They need to know just who you are as an individual to get them connected to you. And we're even though social media, and we're going to talk a little bit about social media a little later on, mm-hmm. Even though social media has its ups and downs, I think that's one thing that where we are right now, where people are more interested in, which is kind of ironic, but people are more interested in the real and the raw. Shout out to Cardi. Facts. I mean, that's that was Cardi's she old really brand. She really pushed the whole fucking door in with that one. She was like, yeah, you're going to know me for real. She, she, she didn't do it on purpose, but she no, rode she that wave yeah. of everybody. Like, that's really where we are right now, where people just kind of want to see you be you and they resonate with it or they don't. Um, But I think that that's what the the podcast allowed because a lot of our personal friends who are artists and stuff like that would be like, yo, this nigga X be wildin'. But if you ever met me on like a business tip, you're not never going to see that. That's a fact. And if you ever met me- I think that goes for all all three of us in here, actually. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what, bro? The thing about you, though, is like even when you're on a business tip, you're still a personable individual. So I think that sometimes with me, when I get too business orientated, mm-hmm. I'm not personable. Okay. I'm just kind of like, yo, let's get this shit done. Right, let's get right, the right. fuck up out of here. Right, like, right. I don't want to know you. Right. I, like, that's at least what I give off. I'm not saying that that's who I am, but I feel like that's kind of the energy that I give off when when I'm in certain situations, especially, especially I'm going to keep it a buck. Because with me, I feel like I do a lot of, of business with, with women. Like, if I was shooting a video and I had a lot of models around... I never wanted it to be a situation where Shorty thought that I was trying to do some wild shit on set or this, that, and third because I got like the sex symbol shit trying to pop off or whatever. 
So I'm like, <laughs> I never wanted shorties to think that I was trying to slide in or some dumb shit like that. So I'll always be like super straight with them. I'm like, yo, this is what it is. Here, sign the contract. Like, I'm not playing with you. I'm not joking with you. None, none of that. Where if I look back at hindsight, there's definitely times where I probably could have loosened up a little bit more. But now that niggas hear me on the podcast, that's the nigga that a lot of people be like, yo, like, da-da-da-da. That's the nigga they want to hang out with. They want to hang out with podcast acts. So I think that right. that, on that aspect of it, and I think on a, on a personal level, I think is just a good thing for us because we don't really hang out as much as we used to to kind of come to this space. I feel like a lot. I feel, I feel like a lot of that too is because a lot of us is getting older. Fact. There's more responsibility, especially D Flow could definitely attest to that. And there's more times where people are trying to get their personal shit together. Because I really feel like from we we had a good run where we was always together, even when niggas wasn't even driving on time. There was a lot of times I wasn't even driving. I just felt like we was always together. We was always at each other's crib. We was always going out to eat. We was always at a show together. We was always talking about doing more stuff. 2012 to 2014, bro. Yeah, our run was, was a, impeccable. We that, was, was, that was the run. We, we was a click. <laughs> that was a hell of a run. That was, that was a hell of a run. Of a run. Sure. Yeah. Very good hell of a run. And we really got to really know each other, good sides, bad sides. You know what I mean? What people like to eat, how they like to dress. You know what I mean? Different type of personalities. Type of chicks we like. Type of chicks we like. You know what I mean? Crazy stories. You know what I mean? You know, even some of us, you know, damn near life-threatening situations, you know, run-ins with cops, whatever it was, like, niggas really had a great time. Now I feel like it's just, you know, we just, you know, in the man-up era, you know what I mean? We see each other when we can. Obviously, we meet up for this, and then, you know, we meet up for a show or whatever we can make together, family time. But in terms of trying to get it right now, it's like, we all trying to get it right now. Like, I, all trying to get their shit. Yeah, I think, I think now we're in a space where we have to be strategic about linking up. It's yeah, not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, like, 2012, 2014, we didn't have to be as strategic. It could just be like, yo, my nigga, you don't, I'm about to come through. Right. And we could, we could lay down some bars, but we'll also be chilling. Facts, yeah. I would definitely... Yeah, the nigga would be like... Yo, honestly, I think, I think a big part of it was just, you know... Seven years ago, we were still in our early twenties, still figuring out what really worked. We were still in that phase where it was, it was cool to just casually hang out. Meanwhile, all of us now are, you know, in our in our, we're older. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say how old we actually are, but we're older now. We're all businessmen. We all have multiple things we're doing, and we're not little niggas trying to figure it out anymore. I also think we're in spaces now in our life where it it just the strategic hangout just makes way more sense. Like we'll lose money if we're just bullshit. Like like everybody's literally getting to the bag. So I feel like we all back in that time frame we didn't have we our lives weren't as functional yet. Yeah, I feel like now we have so much other things happening for us that. You know, killing three, four hours hanging out on a Friday night when niggas could be making money, it right. doesn't seem as ideal anymore. Or it, finishing up work that you couldn't that get to. You couldn't get week. to. Like X could be here doing some, you know, some real tedious dad has shit instead yeah. of partying that one night. And he could the time he could have spent partying, spending bread, he could have been here really putting together a dope ass and video. Yo, honestly, bro, yeah. if I'm keeping it a stack. Working on things like that excite me way more than go yeah, to the club. Going out. Mm. 
That's a hard like, reality too. Like coming to the office and then editing some footage for Dad Hats or right. listening back to the audio, right. finding the strategic clips Shit. to make. Right now recording the episode. Recording this the is episode. the work right here. Yeah, fulfillment, bro. It's, it's yeah. about, I'm way more fulfilled it, doing this. Shit. It, you, you you have that level of fulfillment, like yo, I actually got something done that I know I had to get done. That is gonna produce content that's going to bring revenue back to the situation. It's maturity at its best, yeah. bro. Like, <laughs> I think, that, I think it's maturity, a prime example maturity of maturity. At its best. So, um, but yeah, that's what I kind of think is done for me. Uh, and I think it's therapeutic in a sense. Like, yeah. we we get to talk about real shit that sometimes don't doesn't really pop up. And, yeah, true. And then sometimes too, like a lot of our do the work schedules. We used to talk about some of this shit prior to the show. Then it got, then it, then then it changed to yo. Let's save some of this what we want to talk about for the show because niggas will be talking about so much shit and like within the span of forty five minutes on our way to work. Then it's like you well, have a good day. And it's like nigga, we done ran through like a hundred topics. Nah, I'm not even gonna lie. Con- but of content though, we really mean this nigga. We be going back and forth like, well, I don't see it that way, or yo, this shit was crazy, or yo, my nigga, you heard this, and it's like, damn, it's mad shit. I'm not going to lie. When we first started 2016, me and Distinguished would talk on the phone in the morning time. Yeah, every morning. We would call every morning, every and morning. we would talk about shit, and then it got to a point where it was like, all right, my nigga, we saying all the shit <laughs> right, that right, we, right. we want to say on the podcast, right. Like, we saying Facts. that shit now. Facts. Sidebar, if y'all smell it, I ain't do it. Fuck, nigga. <laughs> what, nigga? Like, nobody would have ever said nothing, bro. Like, you made it obvious now. Nigga said, really, son. I can't deal right. with it. I can't. Y'all smell it, I ain't do it. Um, another nigga I can't deal with is Kodak Black. Yeah, Pulling for the demon of God. <laughs> it's the Z, it's the Z shit. So that's a wild dude. So so the nigga made some bars. Just, I'm sorry. God damn. Yo, my nigga, we not in a big space, <laughs> my nigga. Big space, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna step out real quick. Everybody who about to smell this listening, excuse me. <laughs> I got holes in my mouth, bro. That's I'm good. I I'm, I'm X X is in his own X. You in that boat? That's soup about, cons- about to consume everything. That turtleneck about to get it. Fucking niggas, man. niggas man. Yeah, stand niggas. It's <laughs> black people, bro. This, this is why <laughs> niggas. This is why niggas keep hanging around. Yes, Jules. That's why this bitch is, is popping right now. I'm done. Anyway, um, so Kodak made a song, dropped some bars about. Trying to fuck M.A. and some other chick, I think. I don't remember the other chick name. I ain't even hear the record. Um, it was Young Ma or somebody else. I don't remember who. What it was, the it was some shorty. And, it was on stage. And wow. um, M.A. was like, yo, he's a goofball. And da-da-da-da. <laughs> so this nigga goes on live and actively is like, yo, how you a female and you don't want your pussy penetrated? <laughs> <laughs> This nigga is crazy. This nigga is wild. This nigga is crazy. He's a wild dude, son. This nigga is crazy. He really said that shit? He said, yo, yo, yo how you a female wild, and you wild, These bro. young Haitian niggas is, yo, y'all zones. I hope y'all niggas is wild. Y'all niggas is wild. This is the second time you talk about Haitians, my nigga. You gonna wake yeah, up with an ear on your forehead. Yeah, you, I don't y'all, know. Y'all That's Haitian like... niggas gotta chill. This Hold man. up, y'all Haitian Zoom niggas gotta <laughs> Zoom niggas gotta chill. 
I have all love for all Caribbean people. Don't put me in this. Don't put me in this. That's all distinguished for you right there. Damn, son. But, but, um, so the, obviously, M.A. is a lesbian and, and she's, I think the right terminology, don't kill me, y'all. Don't cancel me. Because we in a cancel situation. I think the correct terminology is her, she's a stud. <laughs> She's a star. Oh no! That is, I mean, they go few, by many names. A few names. years ago, Ma was looking like a joint. I don't know if y'all saw photos. She ain't never looked like no no like joint, my nigga. Ago, yeah. Listen, but what do you you're describe looking like a right. joint, my nigga? She's she actually, beautiful she in saw, her own right. She was <laughs> put it right there. She wasn't looking the way she is now. She was a bit more slimmer. Um, and to me, her skin looked actually a bit more clearer. But I feel like this was like her like. About to do the drug shit, about to be on on, on her Henny Ho shit, because she's no longer going by Henny Ho's. I don't know if you know that on Instagram. Mm. It's no longer Henny Ho's. It's just strictly young and men. But, uh, that was a PR move, because who's yeah, looking up Yeah, nobody's Henny looking Hose. up Henny Ho's no more. It's over for that. Um, Only nigga that could get away with that is Champagne Poppy. Facts. Yeah, Drake could definitely get away with that. But uh, yeah, but yeah, she's she, she, she looking all right. She's looking like a joint. And she had a little butt. I, mean, I don't know what a butt is. Listen, anymore. all I'm saying is this. <laughs> I don't really see what the attraction is to a young woman uh-huh. who is actively trying to dress and depict mannerisms mm-hmm. of a nigga. That was a good tailor cut uh, words right there. Yeah. I've been practicing. It's a PR, <laughs> it's a PR move. Distinguish with a fuck that whole shit up. The whole shit went away. Left. PR move. But. But. <laughs> but me per So I don't. I don't understand. Like if I see a. A, a young woman who uh-huh. is like actively mm-hmm. like trying to be masculine. Uh-huh. I'm gonna. I know myself. I'm gonna lose some attraction. Now I'm not saying if a shorty is in like a a, a pants suit type right. of situation, but she still has her feminine. Pe- Ma is literally trying to look like a dude. That that's her aesthetic. Yeah, bro, her lineup might be tighter than us. <laughs> All of us. <laughs> her shape up. Is her shape up is tight. impeccable. <laughs> so, I, for me personally, I unless she pulls up in a skirt and some other joints looking like a straight John, and I'm just like, yeah. Now I'm different. not saying like when 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 shorties do the do the like more masculine look that they not they can't still look like a John. They can. But I'm just saying when the, with the act, like you actively like yo I am a lesbian and I I want to move like a nigga like I'm moving like a nigga I got on a chain with the pinky ring and I'm saying yo what's good my nigga to you when you walk in the room I'm not attracted to you I might on, say I might say what's good back I'm like what's good though I might say what's good we spoke about this in pre-production you gotta tell me how the fuck would you be attracted to to the to the girl who's trying to be a nigga I mean she she may she she may look like she's trying to be a nigga but if I talk to her she may not she she may not give me that that vibe like she just because she got baggy jeans on, gold chain, looking like she's Slick Rick. With the grills in. With the grills in. With one pass. Shout out to Slick Rick. He just celebrated 30 years of, of his first record uh, yesterday. Oh, I was about to say, that nigga's not 30 years old, bro. Nah. <laughs> Shout out to Slick Rick. Yeah, 30 years. 30 years in the making. Um, But yeah, um, yeah you know what I mean? She might, you know what I mean? She, she, she might have that twinkle in her eye, you know what I mean? It may, it may be the right night, you know what I mean? Just may get a vibe like that. I don't know. I don't know, bro. Oh, I feel no. like you got, like, M.A. is... I don't know if we I'm don't clear. know what Ma look like in real. I'm just girl saying clothing. I don't know. If we I'm, don't know. That's what I'm saying. If we saw a photo right now, Ma was looking like a uh, John. 
I'm not saying she can't look like a John. Okay. The ability, saying right this, right the this ability to look like a John is is definitely there. That's just impeccable. Just like for for niggas, the ability to look more effeminate is there too. All right, all right. <laughs> the, the ability, hey, can't be biased. <laughs> the ability is right. there. The You're right. Ability, Shout out the, to Magic Johnson's son. I just saw him rip the run with the other. I was like, damn, he ripping that shit harder than most of his chicks. The ability is there. My thing is. If you, Kodak, who talk about you don't even like dark-skinned women, right. you're not even trying to fuck with a dark-skinned John. He races against his own kind. <laughs> like you're, not, you're not trying to deal with a dark-skinned John. But you going to run up on a stud? Gonna, <laughs> I ain't going to fuck with these hoes over here, right. but I'm going to try to bag a girl that's not even into niggas. niggas? I'm going to bag a girl that she got more bass in her voice than me. <laughs> Young M.A. is not laying down. She got to be on top. So on top. I'm trying she to figure like, out. I need to <laughs> I need to know what type of sex he think he going to have with Young M.A. I don't know. Nah, he think he going to catch her one of these He going to bust it open. When she's lit off the henny or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she going to tell a nigga, yo, lay the you Right, lay down. Anybody ever seen them videos of the, of, the, of the bitch who's on top of the dick, but she's fucking the yeah, nigga? Yeah, yeah. That's what it's going to be. She's going to fuck him. I'm good. <laughs> and he's going to have his hands his head. He's gonna be he's gonna be in a fetal position. <laughs> with, the, with the feet up. Right, she's gonna have his ankles ready for you. Yes, yes. I'm starting to think, listen, he been in jail a couple times, bro. That's oh, all I'm gonna say. Oh man. I saw him. So you, so you say listen. somebody pulled up in the demon? <laughs> On guard? On guard. On guard. On guard, my guy. All you heard was this. <laughs> Listen, yo, uh, you got a question, and you got a question. <laughs> I, he might have got likened to some things in jail. That's all I'm saying. He might, he might be like, yo, she, she could be a female, but I wanted to have a shape up. I'm fucking done. That I, I'm, I don't know, man. How you don't like your dark skin queens? Not to say that our studs ain't queens too. I don't know if they want to go by queen. I don't we know don't what know. Wanna, That's the but, problem. But not to say that. Y'all ain't beautiful because y'all right. are beautiful and y'all all right. right y'all sure. definitely are beautiful, facts. But I'm saying, big facts. Most niggas want some type of effeminate feature, or feminine, not even effeminate, feminine feature mm -hmm. in their lady. And this nigga is just pushing the issue with a shorty that is not interested in that. Like, yo, but you gotta fuck me though. And obviously, we could go into toxic masculinity and the fact that it's like a lady can't tell you no, and he's not getting it through his head that he's not. That she ain't interested, dog. I, don't, I, don't, I still don't know how he really got a record deal, bro. And 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 to know his story, like he definitely said in one of these records that he just put out, he definitely said he passed up on a deal with Birdman. I was like, interesting. You almost got signed to Cash Money. I feel like Birdman would have been a good mentor for him, though. I mean, it's not like quarterback makes bad records. Nah, he doesn't make bad nah, records. I'm just trying so to figure out. Really, actually, he's not bad. Good at, with yeah, his records. records, is not bad. With, with how he approaches situations like this, nigga, who the fuck is in the camp, like nigga? We may need to give you a few workshop classes, bro. You gonna fuck your shit up soon. Not, not. Yeah, it's coming, it though, nigga. Not, yeah, people not the thought best he. Decisions. You gotta chill out, bro. People thought he went to jail and he came out better, but no, he nah, actually came out worse. I don't, know. I don't, I don't think that. he came out better. I'm, came not out gonna, I'm not in agreement with that, but you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. They tr well, yeah. I mean, his well, yeah. Good luck with him, because he's gonna say it's my feed. It's my, it's my IG. I can say what I want. And you can say what you want. And yeah, like, but he has to understand. I mean, I guess he's not really going to get much backlash because it's not like he's he's um hating on lesbians or anything like that. No, yeah, he's, he's not. not. He's just he's being ignorant. He's just, he's just being, being stupid. Yeah, he's definitely not coming at the gay community at all. No, nah, nah. I don't, I don't find anybody. it to be... 
I mean, he's just trying to come on a member of the gay community. I'm not. I'm right. not in the community, so I don't. I can't speak for if they <laughs> they find it offensive or not. But I didn't find the comments offensive. I just right. found it more like stupid nigga. Right. He's being silly. Like yeah, yeah, like that's a silly comment. That's a silly <laughs> nigga a silly shit. Con- like you're we being been, a silly we, we nigga. We don't want to get penetrated by a Kodak Black. <laughs> Yeah, like the that, nigga that, just That proves. sounded silly. That's what I'm telling you. Like, <laughs> that, that sounds dumb. That sounds silly. <laughs> it sounds silly. Like she's she's trying to be masculine, bro. Right. She don't she probably don't even let chicks penetrate. She probably fucked better than you with a fake dick on. Who knows? It's crazy. Yeah. MA don't look like she wanna be penetrated. And nah. MA looks like she, she get off she, by penetrating. She does the penetrating. And yeah. and what's crazy is there's definitely a video going around. Shout out to shout out to Eight at the table. Um one of the topics oh, on their Instagram joint was um, a girl, you know what I mean? Uh, a woman, um, I would presume, is like Butch. Um, and she had a tuxedo on, and she was like, honestly, because somebody asked, like, yo, if you are a lesbian and you're into women, why do a lot of y'all always use a strap on? <clears throat> She's like, that makes us feel like we're in power, and it's just a toy. Like, I don't know what's the big issue. Mm-hmm. I was just like, interesting. So what if men who was into men is like, hey, listen, we're not going to use our dicks tonight, Fred. We're just going to use fake vaginas. Like, what? Like how 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 are you getting off on that? Like what, like the goal of your man is to get in that nigga ass and go like go, go to town. Go in, right. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, how'd you drag me down this road with you? <laughs> like I was about to engage in the conversation. He was, he was about to have a deep, 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 deep long stroke dropping dick off conversation. <laughs> dropping dick off. Nigga. Oh, let me fix this. Let me put this on properly. Make sure the, the, the covers on. Yo, like I a condom. You gotta use protection at all times, like, guys. The yo, CDC I'm is watching. Not going down the road. <laughs> Listen, I don't know, man. To each his own. I don't know what gets different people off. off. Right, right, right. I like the warm, wet, moist. Right. You know. Regions of the the JJ. That's what gets you. me off. And I feel you. I was definitely on one of these radio shows the other day, and I definitely was like, you know, every once in a while, you know, she could slip a finger in there. You know what I mean? All right, so <laughs> you on your own, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> niggas felt like they were left on their own when really? Instagram and Facebook went down last week. Yo, that was uh, that that was it was it was wild. I'm not gonna lie, I was not personally affected. I was just like, I'm just trying to post this one thing. But uh, I was like, oh, well, I'm going to be okay. Yeah, A I, lot of niggas was not okay. I was good. Right. Like, I was fine. Like, Did Facebook ever put out a statement on what happened? I didn't I didn't see anything. I don't know. I don't know what happened. So. I don't know what happened either, but it got me thinking about a couple of different- Okay. Um, some themes. Some some situations. Okay. So, so r- I've always right been a little <laughs> weary of us going down this digital era. Okay. Um, And it's kind of goes in, hand in hand with the whole MySpace situation, because MySpace- Apparently lost like over a decade worth of music. Yeah, when you when you sent that text, and the guy was like, "Wait, when?" Yeah, so apparently they had a bug around. I think it was either the day after or around the same time that that um Facebook and Instagram uh-huh. had they joint, and and they had a bug and they lost over a decade worth of music. Apparently, wow. but this digital era kind like we we kind of spoke about it before with the conspiracy yeah. theories last right. week. Yeah, yeah. But this <laughs> digital era. It's kind of scary, bro, because people are investing so much into so like yeah, people is like literally there. Yeah, people literally were freaking out because their whole life and their whole business is Instagram. Yeah, if Instagram goes down, they ain't making money that day. Like you know what? And that's scary. That's scary. Yeah, yeah. If you think about it, yeah, you're right. If you think about it that way, there's a lot of people 
They literally make money off of posting to mad people about certain shit. Think about the people who just got millions of followers and all they do because they got millions of followers is they ask niggas, hey, listen, if you want me to promo your shit because I got mad followers, right. cash out me $25. Right. That shit adds up. Right. You right. So, yo, that, for that person? Oh, yeah. That, but that means the power of your followers don't mean shit without the social platform. You're not really that person in real life on no. social media. So what does that say, bro? You, I mean, th- I mean, that's that's another conversation. Literally, all oh. we're doing when we create a profile on a platform, right? We're giving them the rights to the content that we create on that platform, right? So if you end up creating content that ends up bringing in a million people, yeah, you have a million followers as long as that platform exists. What happens when that platform doesn't exist, boy? I'm I'm getting ready. Ladies and gentlemen, he just inspired a poem. I can't wait. <laughs> because that's where that's, we're at. Yeah, that's where we where at. Where people are building a whole life. whole life, bro. Onto these social platforms. And as soon as it's done, you're done. Like you're extinct. What if Instagram goes, yo, we're we're bankrupt tomorrow? Oh, yeah, it's over. It's over. Niggas is gonna I mean, obviously something else will pop up. Something else is gonna pop up, correct. But, but niggas is gonna be wild out. The majority of niggas, I mean. On some real shit, nigga. In order for us to get niggas to tune into the podcast, we, we better start texting niggas and calling. Right. Yo. Is this what we doing? Yo. Right. Go. Go to YouTube. <laughs> YouTube's our last hope right now. They're not going nowhere. Google, hold it down. Google just, Google just, Google just launched some new shit. You know what I mean? Tune in. So, but right, though. that's what it got me thinking about um, in terms of that. And then also about like how social media is really impacting us because of how people are... Doing things just for a moment or just to get recognized on these social platforms. What niggas will do just to get a million followers? Niggas will do damn near anything at this point. Like niggas are selling their souls yeah. for follows and likes, yeah. bro. Think think about yeah. the psychology behind that yeah. though. Like niggas really find so much value in a nigga clicking a heart and leaving a comment like, yo, that's crazy. Right. That niggas will... Jump out a window just to get a giggle or a laugh. Niggas will slap somebody and run down the street. Niggas will knock a chick out. Yo, you saw that video in the Florida? Nigga knocking shorties out? I hated watching that shit. Bro, and I'm like, yo. And the comments was crazy on IG. I was like, damn. Niggas was like, yo, she deserved it. Bitches got to know if you want to hit like a nigga get hit. And then a lot of chicks was like, but she ain't really even hit him like that. And I was just like, he didn't have to knock her out. And he and he just left for that. Walked over. I was like, walked over. And then and then yeah, the 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 part that bothers me is though the nigga who was filming was fiending to get Yo, that off, bro. He went, right? he was like, Yo, I'm like, bro, she could she could be dead, dying right Fe- now. Like that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> niggas is really over there filming shit where niggas could be hurt, dying instead of helping. That's where we at though. Your your mentality is. I need to get this off so right. I can get mad likes so right. niggas could come to my page right. so niggas could follow me and think I'm right. I'm lit because I right. get content of niggas dying. Like, not, not blaming Worldstar, but right after she got hit, I, I feel like I heard a nigga yell Worldstar. And I was like, damn. Yeah, niggas do that all the time. Now. I was like, that's crazy. Worldstar getting a bad rap for that. Y'all, Worldstar, y'all gotta, y'all gotta do something. Make that's, that right. that's how it became such a right, big That's platform. how it became such a thing. fight Fight videos. Yeah. F- the, and they that, highlighted them shits every Friday. Every... Over- <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah, oh. it was like Friday fights. World Star, you ain't <laughs> shit. R.I.P.Q. God damn. Yeah, it was like Friday night fights, and they would have like a highlight reel of all the fights. So niggas would then just go to the world. And I feel like this was this was before because I remember before it was really on IG like that, 
like you niggas would go straight to their website, worldstarhiphop.com, and you would dead watch the video, but then you would see them fights. Yeah. I didn't even know that shit. Man. Yeah, they had like it, it was like you would wow. go there if you go there on if you went there on Fridays, mm -hmm. they would just be mad little clips of niggas getting knocked out, niggas fighting, and videos of that shit. So I'm just like, now it's just getting to a point though where on one end you got people doing anything because right. they think it's gonna it's gonna make them pop. Like, oh, let me let me fucking <laughs> let me drink a gallon of water at one sitting and see if I don't die. Let, let me get waterboard waterboarded and and see if what happens when a nigga gets waterboarded and put it up <laughs> as content. Like, not everything is content. True. Not every moment deserves uh being filmed. Brownie being baby, what's up? So I kind of just think that we're in this crazy, crazy space with social media. I think um I really I I and, and this is just my opinion. I feel like it's gonna get to a point where a, a like a crazy fight is gonna break out, and because of because of how many times it's being shared and um viewed on IG, and somebody probably thinking about this idea right now. Somebody who did not want the fight to be shared or viewed, like the family member of the mm -hmm. person. Let's say, God forbid, the person who was being recorded is in a fight and that person ends up dying. And with all the views and with all the shares, the, the person's family is like, yo, on some real shit, we don't have money to bury this person. So we're reaching out to the platform. Listen, with all them views that got generated, all them shares, we're going to need to cut it out so that we could pay for this funeral. Somebody's probably thinking about it because the power of views, bro, it does equate into dollars at a certain point. It, it, and once it gets to that level, nigga, you could you could start receiving checks. It's become an economy, a part of the economy. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Like when you said that last week, I was like, wait, it's becoming a part of the economy. Then I really had to think about it. I was like, wow. So you mean to tell me the followers that you get, like somebody, so, 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 so with that being said, that means technically... If somebody was to ask you what your occupation is and you say blogger and they go, well, you know, what does your business consist of? And you go to the IG, they got over 300,000 people. Whoever, whoever's the person doing their taxes is like, yo, so how much money you made? They could just pull up their whole cash out. Like, yo, just how much money we made this year. Yeah, I mean, that's how. Got a lot of careers that's wild. Social media. For sure. That's Man, crazy. A lot of I think YouTube is the best payer right YouTube, now. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, YouTube, YouTube definitely pays you. Like when you monetize on YouTube, yeah, you, you get the best. Yeah, you definitely get some bread. Yeah. You get the good amount of Especially money. Especially when from the social media yeah, apps. From, yeah, yeah, because once you cross one million, they have a threshold for you that you stay at with YouTube. Yeah, I mean, yeah. YouTube varies. You can make eight hundred to fifteen hundred dollars per million views. Sheesh. That's where YouTube is at right now. But Facebook is climbing up there slowly though. Yeah. Because you could get you Facebook with Facebook. You don't need you don't need the um you don't need the ad bait. So with Facebook, you could do a sponsored ad right. and people could directly view your Facebook and directly attach you could attach your own business straight to it. Right. Meanwhile with YouTube, you have to have an ad being linked to your to your particular YouTube video. Oh, okay. That's not specifically from you itself. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you want to monetize your YouTube and then you want to add, let's say, a Marvel's Endgame commercial right. to your beginning of your video, deter, de depending on the length of the view, you know, if it's, you know, 15 seconds, uh, entire four minute trailer, right. whatever the fuck it works out to, that's going to depend, that's going to be depending on how much you get paid. But with Facebook, you don't necessarily need that. 
Mm-hmm. Facebook has a threshold within itself mm-hmm. that if the person organically clicks on your particular ad or a particular video, right. it gets translated into monetizing and it gives you a particular dollar amount. Mm. It may not be a lot, but if you get 20 million views on Facebook organically, you make more money technically. Right. I mean, so, 20 million views is a lot, so I can only imagine what that equates to in dollars. Yeah, I don't know what the specific dollar amount is. It's a lot of, a lot of views, especially for one video. That yeah. will be a lot. And they're doing it now with music. So if you right. release a song now, right. let's say someone uses your song as a part of their Facebook video, the publishing goes back to you. So right, that's dish- why they set up the Instagram the way it is now. Yeah. Where, so, so how is it like set up it, if, So before, if you have music playing in the background... It, 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 you it, could it, hear, it would come down. Yeah. You get, well, before that, <laughs> okay. before, even before then, it was you had music in the background or you had some music playing, it was, it was just there. Mm-hmm. Then it got to a point where if you had music playing in the background, they would take your, your Instagram video down. Oh, okay. Now That's it's at right. a point where you have, there's a music part, and then you have to add the music component to the video that you shot so that that way they can track that you use the song. Some trivia, though. You know who was one of the biggest, one of the people who pushed that type of movement? Who? Takashi. Mm. Really? One of the first people, not one of the first, but one of the most aggressive newcomers to be like, nah, like to fully copyright his song where anywhere or any medium that his song is being played in, he's going to collect the publishing for it. Mm-hmm. And I think what we're in an era now where those dance videos have become so popular where if you're watching a particular Instagram channel, that particular dance video, that theme video could have three, four million views right. on it. Right. And I'll be damned if you're going to use my song and dance to it and get all these views. And you're, you're getting booked now because people want to book you. Right. Or your class is being booked. Or you're, you're getting booked for a show. So you're obviously using this to promote and make money from. Right. But yet the song you're actually doing this choreography to. Doesn't get anything. Doesn't get anything. Mm. So it makes sense. Or these, or it also came from YouTube where a lot of the makeup artists and stuff will use particular songs in, in their the videos. Background, right. sure. background. Same thing with you, Facebook. Right. That's and why artists. these dance videos work so much. A lot yeah. of these dance, like especially when the girls is, because everybody has the same, they don't have the same person doing a video, but they have the same layout. So the video is boom. The girls are in the thing, getting ready to start at like five, four, three, two, one, but they start dancing and then the camera is just doing this the whole time. He's just doing this shit. There's no real edits and they got the, yeah. the music playing in the background. It's, it's two-way promotion. It's yeah, it's crazy. Because imagine you're the first nigga to have the new wave dance thing. Right. And <clears throat> your dance is getting popping to a new Drake song. Right. So Shiggy, both of you, Shiggy. Even the Shiggy. Shiggy, like the Shiggy made up a fucking dance and he blew the fuck and he up. Blew up. It's crazy. Right. Man, like it is a lot of these videos right. and stuff right. that blew yeah, up. Yeah, you right. I mean. You right. Shout out it, to Shiggy, it's, though. It's hard for... It's hard, though, because we're becoming a community share type of society mm-hmm. where technically if I take a picture of the two of y'all right now, I really don't own the rights to that picture, yeah. but I can upload this picture and we're in a society now where doing that is acceptable. Like I can be in a picture, a, a, a random stranger gets in my picture and I upload it. Nothing's really going to happen to me in most cases. Yeah. But 20 years ago, I took a picture of somebody and used it without their... It's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? So we're we're getting to this point where it's like community share with content. So it's hard that to find that real medium is kind of hard because it's like on one case, yeah, 
But then for that person who doesn't have, who's not a label, who's not a movie, mm-hmm. and can't give you, you know, a thousand dollars in publishing every time they do a, a song in the background, of, like what is the actual right. happy medium that we can get to? Because at some point it is going to become an issue for these social media platforms, oh, yeah, and you know, obviously for these labels who are trying to, well, not right. even the labels, but publishing companies and artists. Like yo, I need to get paid for that. Because at the at, at the end of the day, D Flow is gonna agree with this. It's all gonna come down to how is that bread getting generated. Like who at the end, one of these platforms is gonna suffer more than the next. And I feel like on some real shit, we're getting to a point where the labels. I mean, I feel like the labels have been trying to revamp and trying to stay in the loop with a lot of shit. But sooner or later, these platforms are gonna become bigger than these labels. Well, you know what the problem is? Yeah, the the these platforms don't want to. See, the to me the medium is this. You know the the average consumer of the social media is and and the person on there is not going to pay you to put up a video with music in the background. Right. So, obviously the platform has to take that out. The platform has to come yeah. up with some type of deal with the with these with these artists and with the labels in terms of listen, we'll pay Sony 100 million a year Knowing that y'all music might get streamed through our platform right. in a clip or something and the like that, gonna blow and, and, everything gonna and y'all blow. gotta let us be. Y'all get that hundred mil. They don't get the people who use this song or right. use these songs. Their content doesn't get taken down. Right. But they're they're fighting that. They don't want to do that because they feel like they're taking it out. Yeah, I think what's gonna happen is is what's what's gonna happen is what happened with SoundCloud. So I think SoundCloud is the best example of this. Okay, where, what happened with SoundCloud? Now you can't listen to more than three or four songs on SoundCloud really free without an ad popping up. So oh, shit. they wanna they it's it really just comes down to a finding the right formula. At the end of the day, no smart businessman is gonna spend money unwillingly. So they wanna find a way that they could generate the income and then give out give out smaller shares to everybody else. Given at the end of the day, all that Facebook and stuff is gonna do be like, nah, we wanna put ads in front of our videos now. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to consent to it before you upload a video that, hey, you're going to have to know that an ad is going to be playing prior to your video. Play. Right. Part of your shit. This is the package. This is the package. <laughs> and that's just what's going to be the reality. You can't... I don't think neither social... No social media platform is going to take the risk of paying a lump sum up front, whether they generated already or not, on the... And labels are too greedy to be like, oh, you just want to give us a hundred mil? What if y'all make a billion? Right. <laughs> like they 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 go chill with that what shit. What if you make a billion? What if? <laughs> and at the end of the day, I feel like listen, these companies are making bread. Yeah. Well, all that's what companies. I'm saying. They, they all making money. All of the, the that yeah. the meat. The only person who can take the L in this situation would be the social media platforms. Mm-hmm. They're the only ones that can take the the labels have too much power in their circle. Mm-hmm. The consumer has enough power where it's like if I go on social media and I'm trying to put up content and now you do something that I that I don't like to my content, I'm just not going to use yeah, you I anymore. Yeah, I'll be on so this there's a little bit of competition with with Snapchat and then Facebook is obviously like the most dominant, but mm-hmm. I think that's become more of what it used to be where people are kind of just using it kind of like for family and business. Mm-hmm. You still got ratchet kids doing ratchet, ratchet shit, shit right. sure. but yeah, that that's what Skonex kind of was. 
but to I, some I think extent. I think what Facebook did was smart. They went, they bypassed the consumer and went directly to the artists and to the labels and be like, listen, we're going to work out this algorithm with you guys, but prior to distributing your music, you have to consent to letting us be able to connect publishing as well. That way we could pay you when the song is actually being played. Well, yeah, I think Instagram yeah, would like, need to do the same thing, yeah, but right. it's harder. It's harder for them to be like when, I guess, this is played because there's so many things coming. Instagram is solely based on visuals like clips yeah. and, and videos. So they probably have an influx of millions of videos True. in one time versus Facebook who might have like 100,000 or like 500K, 500 million mm. coming in in one day or something like that. Instagram True. got mad people only trying video, to put exactly only, only video and picture. So. I, I do think, and I think if, I think CD Baby does it already. I think, I know DistroKid does it as well. It's both Facebook and Instagram. However, it's only for the niggas who's posting like that. Like, mm. if you got a free song out, then nigga, do you. But if you're releasing the song, and because you're such in a, in a digital era where metadata travels so quickly, if the song's being played, it'll be tracked. Oh, kill what's Gucci. You know, it'll be tracked and it'll be posted. And I think it's dope, personally. Like, I think, I I think, think the fantastic. labels are just... Labels going to have to give a little bit because it also helps them... When a song gets mad traction, exactly. When someone does a nice dope video to it and it gets shared a thousand times or a million times or mm-hmm. whatever, it gives them traction. So they're gonna have to kind of make their mind up. Do they want their artists to be successful, or do they want to get the pennies that they might get when niggas stop being like, "Yo, fuck this song." Yep. <laughs> like, and that's that's what it's gonna come down to. And I don't know. We we we're we're literally. At the cuffs of that, like that's happening as we speak, trying to be figured out. I think we won't really have like a, a solid answer as to how that's going to work. Nah, I don't know. I don't another know. Six months. I don't nah, know what the answer. I don't. Be. I don't know how it's going to go, and I feel like too what they're going to have to do too, because what right now, what's his name? I mean, I'm so glad he's out, bro. The fucking amount of views for Buju Bantan is insane. Oh, right now, yeah. He's Those views, bro, mm-hmm. you would have never thought he was locked up. But I'm like, you know what? On some real shit, for a person of his stature, you know, for you know, for those who are more, you know, Caribbean inclined with his, you know, type of work and his music and, and what his music actually has done for the entire culture, not just Jamaican culture in general. Uh, my girlfriend, Kelia, her favorite artist is Buju Bantan and she's from Trinidad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's her favorite. Favorite of all time. I feel yeah. like I feel it's going to be the same when uh, Vibes come out. If he comes out, but Vibes is already doing it though. Vibes so he's still, still he's still yeah, making yeah, he's music, still making music. But I feel like it's going to be crazy, right? If it's they going to be close. It's going to be close. It's going to be close because I don't know if it's going to be as big. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be as big because nah, Buju's a bigger. Yeah, uh, worldwide. I won't say bigger. a bigger artist. Yeah, not, in terms of like. He's multi generational. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, best yeah. way to so, say yeah, it. He he's, spreads across like three generations, and, and he's older than vibes. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's older than and vibes. And Buju was mid nineties, like right. yeah, my father, my older brother. Right. Like you got people from fifty down. Meanwhile, vibes is our generation, yeah. like right, right, and right. under. You feel me? And vibes is more slack. Not even under because he was taking. He got cut at the knees. He got cut at the yeah. knees, but he's still popular now to the young generation. Yeah. Still. He's popular, but not like he. I feel like. The way he was when we were out, he was on that. 
He was the neck. Yeah, he nah, was the Vibe next was the man. Big. It was yeah, him. And, and then us. when yeah. he got cut at the knees, this new generation knows that he's popping still because yeah. of us. Yeah. But his music isn't resonating. Because the like next it vibes used to. is they would they some people don't like it. It is alkaline. He is the but he he's alkaline it is actually, the, who's the biggest dancehall artist right now. No, I'm saying like alkaline would be the next and, vibe. Closest and thing? Pop was that's up. That's up for debate. Poppy okay. Poppy was on a good route, and I don't Pop know what girl. happened, man. Popcon is bigger worldwide. He's not as big as in Jamaica anymore. At least I don't think so. I feel but like even his mu- his music, it 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 does it is not as I guess commercially accepted as it used to be. Like mm. he used to dr- even though he signed now mm. to a American, not American, but um to a label, he's his music took like a a hit. Like you don't hear. M- like that last album, nobody gave a fuck about but that. Pop yeah, one, but cool. Poppin' got a few records out right now that's doing good. And and Poppin' are really he doesn't really jump on rhythm compilations. Not anymore, no. Most of the times Poppy's doing his original, like he's get original rhythms. He's yeah. trying to move like an American artist. Yeah, he's trying to move like original singles, yeah. original yeah. everything. Meanwhile, Alkaline and them still jumping on compilations. Still jumping on compilations. Mm. So you might have that one big compilation right. with with Alkaline. Conscience, Shantia, right. and all of the right. hot Jamaican artists. Meanwhile, Papi is going to do his own right. little thing, right, right, right. And you just not com- you just not connecting with all your all your dancehall fans. For so true. that's just that. But he's been talking to Drake too much. That's fucking wild. Well, that's who he signed yeah, to. Yeah, right? who he signed to? He signed the OVO. Oh, he signed the OVO. I believe so. Yeah, yeah I think OVO OVO Sound. OVO I Sound. Think, I think they're either managing him or they're he signed to them. Oh shit! Either either way, he's heavily affiliated. Oh, Drake! No, I hope the last album was done by OVO. Oh wow! So then he's probably signed to them. Yeah, I believe he signed. If I read correctly, if I remember correctly, rather, I think he signed to them. Plus, they do everything together. He's at his fest in Jamaica. He goes to the OVO fest. You know, unruly fest in Jamaica, and they doing OVO fest. So they're closely affiliated. It makes sense. It makes sense. I think Poppy's in a good space. I just think he's reached his ceiling. And I and Could it's be. early for him to have reached the ceiling, in my opinion. I don't think he really. I, don't think, I he think he. I, I. I'm gonna be very, very honest with you. I think he should have been bigger, but that's what that's I'm saying. I feel opinion, like he should know? be a bigger act. Yeah, I feel like Poppy should so what be happened bigger. So what I, if you remember correctly, bro, like Vibe set Poppy up to run the show. Yeah, he did. Potty shot. Yeah, bro. like yeah. the nigga came in the alley. Like, like, yo, man, this is you. Yeah, Potty shot was one of my favorite records what, from Popcorn, son. Like, I love that song. And and Vibes gave him the co-sign. Vibes like, yo, him. this is my protege. He was supposed to run the Gaza after Vibes left, and he disbanded the Gaza. So that's just that, you know. Like, it's I love Popcorn, but right now he's just not the head of the dancehall scene. No. Right. Yeah, nah. So who's running it? Question of a bro. There's a lot of I dope just told artists. you. I don't think Alkaline is at the forefront. I don't think okay. so. Even though he has the lyrics, he got the swag, he got the fan base. He does, but he's he got in, the young kids. He's in putting like there's there's a few dudes that's really out there putting out, and the ladies are kind of doing their thing because the ladies got are all doing it, especially Chancia, Spice, 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 like they're fucking shit. They're getting records done. You Spice know, like Alkaline is big for sure, but I don't think he's at the forefront right now. Okay, that's just my opinion. All right, let's get in. So let's get into the dark side of social media Man. and these niggas trying to cancel and drag everybody. All the dead people. First, last week was Michael Jackson. This week is Maya Angelou. Maya, first of all, this was the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. That's where I want to start. Mm. <laughs> like, y'all, wh- like, who has the time 
to dig up these fucking clips, bro. I don't know. Y'all went to a clip from the 90s, the 90s to pull up Maya Angelou reading a young girl because the young girl was like, hey, Maya, so I got a question for you. And Maya said, let me stop you right there, baby. First of all, I'm an elder, so you use my last name and you call me Miss Angelou. And then she continued on and on and on. I don't think from what I saw, I didn't see anything that she said that was crazy in that clip. Not to me. I didn't I see Maya so saying nothing crazy. It's so crazy because in watching that, I had a meeting. I'm not going to say who I had a meeting with. I had a meeting with a few people, you know, getting ready to do a big community event. And when I was sitting down with the guy for the first time and I was telling him, you know, my name is Distinguished, his first thing was, give me your real name, son. Yeah, that that's happened to me before. We about to do business right now. Give me your real name. We can get into all of that extra stuff later. I, you know, I, I know you got a brand. You know, he's like, I know you young kids. You know, you guys are doing your thing. He's like, give me your real name. So I gave him my real name. And then then after that, um, after it was over, we had a good conversation. Said, okay, you know, I see, you know, this looks like this could work. And he was leaving. I was like, yeah, because, you know, you're the OG. Let me stop you right there. I'm not an OG. Don't call me an OG. Mm. Call me by my name. All right? We good? Cool. I still like you. Just want you to know that there's some principalities that goes with this. I was like, oh, shit. So watching that, I was just like, you got to gotta respect it. And I'm a person where I definitely respect my elders. I sit on two boards. I'm the youngest person on both boards. And some of the oldest people on the board is like my best friends. Right. I mean, they travel to and fro to Africa on a consistent basis. We talk about everything under the sun and all of that. So I definitely respected how the young lady conducted herself after she was not even chastised. She honestly took it like, I feel like she was like, oh, wow, like, my angel is actually giving me this much energy right now, and I actually want to engage with her. She ain't taking no no type of way, but I feel like in this day, in this era, though, it goes to show that a lot of young people, millennials, they would have never been able to survive back in that day because they would have been so... I don't even think it was the millennials, bro. I think it's the Generation Z that, oh, that really? took offense. Mm. That's, well, that's Generation a... Z would have never survived in those days. I mean... would never survive. They, they don't... Where, where, where they, are they Generation... Where, where? millennials? They, they don't know how to take criticism, though. No. Nobody know, doesn't know how to take criticism, though. No. Well, I think that that's the problem with the generation. We're too I sensitive. Mean, I don't want to get into the whole the generation. I know that's the problem with y'all. But I do kind of feel like we've separated ourselves generationally in terms of- Miss Flowers, what's up? Even having conversations with young people, so much so that- we're afraid to even correct them when they do something like mm -hmm. call us out of our name in a sense where it's like those respect boundaries that used to exist actually helped in some facets. Because now we're in this area, and I talk about this all the time, mm -hmm. where I'm listening to YG and the 16-year-old is listening to YG. And Same the, time. And the 8-year-old might be listening to YG. And we could all have right. a real conversation. All, all, yeah. all at the same time. Yeah, we could have a conversation. And so, like, because these barriers that used to exist between, oh, that's an adult. You don't talk to them that certain type right. of way. Oh, that's a teenager. You don't do this with them. Like, because those barriers are getting separated more and more, we got niggas like R. Kelly talking about, I like all women. Well, what's what's a teenager? Right. We got niggas on that side of the spectrum. How, how young we talking? <laughs> right. Right. We got niggas on that side of the spectrum that is like, well, if they want to act grown, then I'm going to treat them like they grown. And then you have on the flip side where elders don't feel comfortable saying certain things to young people where it's like, no, but you got to set that structure for them because if... You don't. What's up? A lot of elders, and I say this all the time, 
I, you know, this is one of the reasons why, you know, I've been mentally, you know, and physically trying to work on a community organization since 2014. I was just on a bus one day in 2014, and the way that the young people would talk to elders, like they would literally step in front of them, push them out the way to get on a bus. Mm -hmm. I saw, I saw a young girl a few months ago was cursing at an elder and was like, "If I didn't have my baby in my hand, I'd whoop your ass. I don't give a fuck who you are." That's how she was talking to the elder, and I was just like. But that's how they do where, it nowadays, though. I was like, yo, where we at? Like, I don't... And it's crazy because then... And that's you, the switch because we would have never... We would have never did looked that. Looked at an older person. I, want, I know I could wash an old nigga. Right. Why the fuck? What, what type I'm a, of I'm gonna say some joy wild, am I getting from that? I'm going to say some wild then shit right now. Then you step in and the niggas be like, fuck you, uh, fuck you in my business for suck my dick, nigga. It'd be you hearing this from a chick. And now you got to... And now a, you got to I'm going to have to say... I'm going to say something wild. It's going to be a little bit controversial but at the end of the day this is just how i feel about it the generation in front of us fucked up mm. raising the people behind us right now right the generation the 40 to 50 year olds right right now fucked up okay right now the, the current 40 to 50 year olds why right. because for whatever reason the generation that's from i would say 12 to about 22 for whatever reason, there's this complex that they have to feel like they could speak to you on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Mm -hmm. There's no boundary there. Like you could, we're 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 30s, late 20s, and a 15-year-old could talk to us, and we're think it would almost be like we're talking to an adult, or that's our age. They they think that they deserve that respect, that respect. which is the the weird piece. This to is me. the weird, and I'm just like, what what creates that? What crazy You haven't situation. lived the same amount of life as me. You don't have the same amount of experiences. You still don't know what the fuck you doing with yourself. Mm -hmm. But you think that me as a grown ass man <laughs> is going to come and talk to you and treat you as if. As my peer. Yeah. As like, we're like, like we're, and that's it right there. Nigga. You're not my peer. Like, we're, you're not my parent. And not, not on no disrespect shit on something right. I'm trying to sun you. Right. But literally, literally. My mentality, I cannot talk to you the same way I would talk to a nigga that is my peer. Facts. We don't Literally, have the same life experiences. Like, they're young girls, and I'm not talking about that. Well, let me let me rephrase that. There are girls that are younger than me that are adults in their 20s. Are talking? Shut up. This nigga's dumb. <laughs> this nigga's stupid right now, bro. I ain't getting my fuck out of here. But there are, you are, the women, right for them. There are women who are, are younger than me that are attracted to me. Right. Like in their young 20s or whatever. Spicy. And they're attracted. And it's like, all right. But this, you do realize this can't go further than an attraction because mentally, we are in two different spaces. And Facts. I literally have to stop myself from having certain or speaking to you a certain type of way or moving a certain type of way. Because the joke don't get too real. Because you you wouldn't even get it. You know what I'm saying? Like your your mentality, literally because of how society is set up, you're thinking about how much fun and freedom you can have. Right. I'm thinking about what type of business I'm and, trying to put right. forth. You like, bring up a really good thing. And I, I realized one thing. Not to generalize, because there are young women about their business. You're, but you're right. Mad young and they but focus. I, I do realize there's a big difference. When you're talking to that... 18 to 22 year old you can have some level of intelligent conversation because they sure. might be intelligent enough to to go yeah. back and forth with you they about might have had things. one semester of college so far. everybody gonna have their opinions their opinions yeah. you might be able to have fun conversations sexual conversation but the minute you dive into something serious business related or something that's 
They haven't that's, had the experience. They haven't had, literally right. just haven't had the experience. What the conversation dull. Right. Or it's quiet. Yeah. And at our age, we're looking to build. Right. So we're not, we're, we don't want to always talk silly shit all the time. Like, hey, that's cool. it right there. Yeah, I, like, there'll they'll be someone who's younger than me, and it's like, yo, this conversation for the last two days has been nothing but silly, silly fluff bitch. shit, bro. <laughs> nothing, bro. <laughs> we talk egg about, whites, bro. Uh, just <laughs> egg whites. Oh, a big fluff burger, oh, my nigga. Fluffs. Nothing burger. Shit. Like, nothing we're burger, not talking bro. about nothing. Just two buns and mayo. That's <laughs> it. Bro. <laughs> Two buns, like we're not talking mail. shit, bro. Not even mustard, bro. I'm fucking getting tight because I'm looking at it like, Damn. yo, this conversation is about. No- I'm like, you'll look back and you'll be like, yo, for the last two days we spoke about nothing, son. No. And it's like I feel like I'm wasting my time at this age. Yeah, because now you there's no substance to it. At least there's nothing that you can really get down to the core things that what you want to progress in. And the experience plays a point too because now when I look at certain situations, my experience already tells me where it's going. So for a younger person, it's like, oh, they don't know. They're like, oh, th- this looks like I'm getting to know this person. No, I like I, I've been down this road before. Fact. I've seen this rodeo. This ain't going nothing based off our conversation. Yep. There's no and and it really boils down to relatability, you know. Beyond, beyond and that's why I say R. Kelly is a nasty nigga, cause or, or any nigga that's like a decade older or something like that over over a decade. Let's say like you're you're fifteen twenty years older than someone that you're dating. Mm. I kind of feel like my nigga, where's the relatability? You kind of only want one thing if you're right. in that type I feel of situation. Like I, I had some time to think about that. Uh oh, I would only I would. I would be in a disagreement up to 30. Mm-hmm. If you're 30 and you're dating a 40-year-old, I don't see a real balance. Yeah, at that point, at, at that, that point, point, it's like... But we're talking about 25, 50. That's what we're talking, we're talking about. Is there I'm re- talking about 21, 50. 21, 50. Is there relatability there? There ain't no. no there's nothing no. there. I agree with you. She just turned 21. Nigga, you've been 50. If you're 30 and he's 50, <laughs> you could get away with it, though. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, after 30, after that 30 cap, do what the fuck you want. want. You have enough life experience to know you what you're getting into. More or less deal with some and shit. And a 50-year-old nigga is not going to be able to manipulate you at 30. Ex- if as Like an average 30-year-old. There's yeah. some niggas that are some manipulated. Them niggas helped R. Kelly. They're but not, if you're 30 and you talking about you never used to, to sit and, and pee in a bucket, right. but this 50-year-old nigga got you well, sitting peeing in the bucket. Pee. I'm looking you at got, you. I'm you got a good the... job, baby right. girl. <laughs> you ain't out here scamming niggas right. with food stamps. You ain't living in nobody's project. Facts. You got a good job, went to college, and hey. if a 52-year-old nigga pulls up on you, be like, <laughs> now nah, you got to come chill nah, with me. Right. Yeah. You got to piss in this Cancel bucket. Cancel all that you. shit. Fuck your family. Fuck your family. You, you pee when you I that, say pee. You're a silly hoe. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. I, I'm not rocking with you. I'm I sorry. I can't support your decision. I'm not, I'm not rocking with you, bro. I can't. I'm not rolling I'm sorry. with that. Like, <laughs> to all the viewers watching us, I'm sorry. <laughs> D-Flow said it. I'm not rolling with it, I can't support that decision. As a 30-year-old, you need therapy at that point <laughs> something went wrong along yeah, the way yeah like i'm not i'm not mad at the 52 year old i'm and mad at I the 52 can't. but i'm, I'm gonna be mad but i'm mad at you i'm gonna be like come on come on yeah come on now Wait. we we talking about 21 40 problem yeah 21 50 problem i'm not saying illegal problem because obviously it's legal of course but, it's not illegal but, but if we talking about like where are you relating mm-hmm. that i don't really see it 20, 2160, 
She waiting for the nigga to die. She about to get that insurance policy. She waiting. She about to suck the lip. She about to suck his dick till he dies. And, and we are sex. Like what? What is there? What is there? That's, to that's really what write? I'm saying. It's, it's only the, physical. It's bag, it's only physical. And it, and if the twenty whatever is cool with that, then cool. Right. But I'm just saying, if you manipulating a twenty one year old, making her think that. There's something there, and you fifty something. You you a nasty nigga, man. Right. Yeah, I had some time to think about it. I mean, no, nah, but I agree with that. I, I we on the same page. Yeah, that 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 mentality. If you're fifteen, you're dating a nineteen year old. It's just like that's right. not. Nah, I can't do that. That that's crazy. You can't convince me that it's beyond physical. Like that's you, that. You can't convince me that it's beyond physical, and you can't convince me that you might have a little bit of an issue, son. Like right. like you might, unless you. I mean, when it comes to entertainment. I feel like in that realm, it gets a little wacky. It does get a little wacky. Right. I tend to, in my mind, give more of a pass when I hear like, oh, Drake was Hindi- hanging out with India Love. Like, it's the industry. So you end up in certain situations where, oh, shit, you, you only 21? Damn. <laughs> I, I, for me personally, bro, if I see a 40-year-old and he got a 22-year-old on his arm, and he's just like, nah, boy, I'm about to slay this John tonight. Kudos to you, bro. You pulled it off. Yeah. But if you're like, nah, this is my girlfriend. All right, bro. bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. This... But if you're just like, nah, <laughs> I'm about to put this boy down tonight. This I'm about to help here. that nigga. I'm going to give him a dab. Yo, good luck, yeah, bro. good luck, bro. You, you, hope you, need you got the stamina in your back. Right, yeah. You got the stamina. Now I hope you make it through, bro. I hope right. you make it through. No heart, attacks, <laughs> no heart attacks along the way, she my guy. Might yoga your ass out of here. <laughs> Thanks. So if it's beyond a sexual thing, because everybody got their preference in women, that's that. But relationship-wise, if you're trying to build, a, if you're having a serious relationship with someone 20 years. And the only other reason I kind of would feel like it's weird is because a lot of these 18-year-old, 19-year-olds these days, to me, at, at my current age, they look young. We're around them. So we have the privilege and I and I know we don't we're not around the ideal community, but at the end of the day, we're still around them at that age range. And they to me, they look like kids though. And their mentality still. They mentality is oh it's my still God. not there. There's yo, there's no way, bro. There's no way I would meet any type of like. Not, that, let me not say that. It was there's very rare that you find of 18, 19 year old that you'd be like, oh snap, this is a super super. Dope conversation. And I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, because it does. But I'm the majority of it, you're not sitting there like, yo, I'm really, I'm really vibing, man. <laughs> like, yeah, like, this is a vibe. Some niggas is pulling Mac Mains. Mac Main definitely said on that young money record, he's given he was giving Miley Cyrus three years. So we gotta we gotta reach out to Mac Main. She was 15 when yeah, she said that. Yeah. <laughs> Come we on, gotta, we, gotta, we gotta reach Shit out. Shit like that is weird to, to me, to bro. See if Mac May really went for the kill. She married now, but he's still probably trying to go for the I'm kill. Because I'm saying, like, 15, <laughs> that's what he said on the record. 15 to 18 is still a developmental phase, bro. And they look skinny. <laughs> and even Miley Cyrus is still like an exception. Miley Cyrus is ni- at 19, probably functions like a 27-year-old. Oh, yeah, fact. Yeah, she's because in the of industry. Her life experiences. Yeah, she's been a, right. yeah, her father's Billy Ray. Yeah. If you're in the industry, a lot of times you grow up super. Super quick. Super yeah, quick. mad fast. fast. So a 19 That's what happened to Michael. That's why exactly. he, he got that, a little, that, little weird. Yeah, yeah Bawa, that's why he did Bawa that. Was, Bawa was 45. Yeah. <laughs> Bawa was 45. <laughs> 45 right Brandy, Brandy was 14 when she got her first record there. Yeah. 14. So Brandy's what? 34, 30. Brandy's right. like 36, Wait, 37. Wait, Bawa was what? 
Bow's thirty, but he functions like a forty. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he has to. Oh yeah, he has because he's been in the game since he was thirteen. Yeah, facts. So we might talk to Bauer right now. We might be like, "Oh snap!" Like he's on a different mindset. Yeah, he might look still. at us like little niggas. Yeah, he yeah, might. He, think, will. he might still even think that way because he's been rolling with older niggas his whole life. His whole yeah. life, he might feel like he's. So a he baby might still feel like he could try to son niggas and nigga. You, we're the same age. Right. I'm gonna need you to sit your little ass down. Stop and that, that's a complex too. That does happen. And put yeah. out a, and put out a record that's bigger than your height. Fuck out of here. So they tried to cancel <laughs> Maya because she she read Shorty. How know? they gonna cancel? But how you gonna cancel? Was she old? You can't cancel. A God already was like, yo, she. Back. I just thought that was the dumbest thing. I'm like, first of all, stop digging up niggas' old shit and trying to turn it into. And then second of all, how y'all getting mad because she told the girl to have some respect, which was. The merit at the time was to talk to an older and person with their last name. Listen, bro. I would take offense if, and y'all are my niggas, but if y'all rolled up at my mom's house and be like, yo, Joan, what's up? I'm going to be like, yo, bro, yo, that's my step mom. outside. Like, like, I got to talk to you that's real my quick. Mom's, bro. Like, I need a miss in front of that. Yeah. Like, I still. I would have rolled up to your house and called right. your mom by her first name casually, like, no. hey, like, nah, nigga, like. All I say is, hey, mom. That's the that's the right. furthest in terms of slang that I'm gonna use. Hey, mom, like, yeah, I'm and, not... and that's still appropriate in in a certain sense, right? But you can't walk up to a grown woman, and that's why I think they don't get that that. And if you're comfortable with your with your peer walking up to your parent and addressing them on a first name basis. First of all, I have a problem with that deeply within me, myself, to I, I, anybody. Yeah. Doesn't matter how old you are, right. addressing your parent by their first name. That's just me yeah, personally. Yeah, nah, don't, it don't feel right it when I hear it. It doesn't feel right. It, it just feels weird. I'm just like, that's your parent, though. Right. Like, you, you can't just casually call them by their first name. Right. And for the parent to be so open and okay with that sends a message as well. Yeah, it's all training. We're, we're conditional beings, and it's all about training. If, if I tell you that Angel you can call me Xavier as my son, I'm letting you know we're on the same level. Facts. And whether that's my intent or not, that's what I'm setting up by saying that we're on a name to name basis. And I'm calling you uh Henry and then you calling me Xavier. Right. <laughs> we we're peers. We're <laughs> in peers a sense. And, and you blatantly took away that barrier. Yeah. By allowing them to do that. Whether I knew it or not, I took away that first barrier of, and then when he gets to school, he's like, "Well, my dad says I can call him." Yep. That so why would I? Why would I call you by your last name? Exactly. Right. If I don't have to call my parent by it, then why do I have to call you by it? Right. Now, automatically, they have that complex in their head, like, "I deserve to do this." Right. Because right. I've been told all my life that it's okay. Right. Yeah. You only call your teacher their first name if you smash him. You feel me? I don't, hey, listen, I don't know, bro. Even then, I might still call you by your last name for the shits and giggles. Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Mrs. Jones. Baker, thank you. I'm passing this course, right? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Pull it on a demon of God. It's that Zeke. It's that Zeke. This nigga right here, boy. It's stupid, son. <laughs> we getting views, right? Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> Why he gotta suck the mic off? Why? why? <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with it, bro. Like even on a roll since he got here, man. <laughs> nigga pull up just in time. Just gave in him the energy. He got an adrenaline rush. <laughs> adrenaline rush pulling. <laughs> all right, my you are live, nigga. I know. That's all I you, know. boy. I know. That's all you, boy. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> nigga start. <laughs> 
Nigga, started being in your inbox like, yo, bro. What's up? Like, good? Hey, you good? Hey, I saw you, I saw might, you putting in you that work. You might catch with Adrian Braun. <laughs> what happened? What he caught? Oh, you ain't going to get to that. He caught a big willy? But before we get to that nigga who should be canceled, um, oh damn, that's rough. Just hilarious. We want to talk about this. He's about to be canceled. Let's let's get into that conversation. I want to get canceled though. All right, so we know that we do live in a very um, judgmental, still, you know, judgmental society where you know you see somebody, you know, unfortunately with a turban on their head, you automatically think the plane gonna blow up. You automatically think you gonna die. And you automatically well, some people, <laughs> some people, and you automatically think you're just not safe no more. But it's like I feel like oh, for all the years of all the things we definitely have, and then and then that word came about because we never had it before the uh, Islamic Islamic phobia or uh, Islamophobia. Yeah, Islamophobia. So it's like oh, damn, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a word. Oh, word? Yeah, 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 yeah. I so didn't even know that whole term is basically like anybody that feels like they are. Um, it's fear of Islam. Yeah, fear, fear, fear of people, people who practice Islamic view. So Muslims, Muslimas, you know, you know, Sikhs, you know, and anybody who you know either has you know the proper uh, uh, attire on when they're you know out and about because they wear it every single day. So she was boarding an aircraft and she was like, you know, she's not the reason why the plane evacuated, but she was making some crazy comments. Um, and then she first she got defensive. On Instagram, mm -hmm. and when everybody was coming at her crazy, niggas was coming at her boy. Niggas was coming for her. She whole could life. not take it. And I was just like, "Yo, to see her break like that was kind of wild." Like she really, I was like, "Yo, you, a, you a comedian? You better take this real shit." Well, for That's someone who, whose whole life right? was, whose whole, was you, cutting ass, on cutting nigga. ass, nigga, get ready for these jokes. And then the very next day, and I, and then I, I actually looked at this before they put it on the Breakfast Club. The very next day. She made a whole completely different video, took down the other one, and left this one up. And she um, filmed herself making a long statement. She was like, you know, I didn't want to get a PR. I didn't want nobody else to do it. I wanted you to hear from me. She basically apologized to not only the Muslims, but also the Sikhs and anybody who felt offended. But now niggas is really trying to cancel her. They're like, fuck all that. Because there was a few niggas that she said went in her inbox and was actually educating her on Islam right. and things like that, trying to you know help her see where they're coming from. That's what did she man. say in particular? Because I didn't see the original so, video. Like, she, was, she said a lot. I don't... See, this is where I'm kind of like confused about the whole situation. She, she put up a video and it seemed as if she was trying to get some jokes off. Yeah. Oh, okay. Where it was like... Yo, four four niggas with turbans just got on the plane, right? And yeah, she was like, "Y'all better pray for me, y'all." Pray, for yeah. Me. <laughs> and then and then they took the dudes off the well. Apparently, somehow the dudes got taken off the plane. Yeah. Okay. We don't we don't yeah, know we, why. Yeah, we don't know why. And then she's filming that, and she's like, "Yo, these niggas just got taken off the plane." See, like I told you, some wild shit was going. Like it was like she was trying to get some jokes off. And it's just bad climate because that whole situation with the two planes and she and she didn't even know about that. How you not know about that? I, I don't know. She, I'm like, how you comedian? You don't know worldly issues. Y'all talk about everything. How so like, that? it's bad timing because I'm the two planes just crashed and and they're trying to figure out why. And obviously, is a is a bad timing joke with the climate of the country and the. The, the shit that happened in New Zealand. Yeah, so the shit that happened. That in, shit was. In, I didn't even know that happened, bro. With the mosque and like, and the, the dude shooting up the two mosques. So yeah. oh, okay. it's like all of that combined. This just ain't the time, right. For you to be trying to get your 
terrorist jokes off. Like it's not. Like, I, I would have thought that shit died down by now. To be honest, like, like I, I mean, I didn't know that was still really a thing. Yay, yay, and nay. I mean, the meetings that I have with the organizations I'm a part of, bro. There's a lot of shit that I could be bringing for content here. But nigga, it would be the entire Africa, bro. There's a lot of shit happening in these African countries with uh, Muslims and, and Muslims, bro. There's a lot of shit happening. I mean, bro. especially with the government, bro. The government is crazy in Africa. Yeah, certain, I mean, well, that, certain, certain that's a whole yeah. that's a whole nother yeah. conversation. That's a fact. Um, but so she was. It seemed like she was trying to get some jokes off. Then she went on Instagram and she was like, "No, I was genuinely scared. Like, I was really scared for my life when I was mm. on the plane." So to that made it worse because then it's like now right. you just you just admitted to xenophobia and you just admitted to like being a little racist, shorty. And then it went from that to fuck y'all niggas. Like it, I said what I said. Suck my dick. <laughs> That's basically the, the climate of yeah. the first video. I, I said what I said, yeah, and if y'all yeah. don't like it, it's whatever. I hate when chicks say that shit. I said what I said. To, what did you say? <laughs> the fuck did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate it more when niggas say it. Cause I'm like, <laughs> nigga, I will punch you in your face. Yeah, I, I, said what I, I said what I said. Alphabet. Right I said what I said. Pulling <laughs> on a demon on God. I'll, I'll punch you right in your fucking face, my nigga. Like, but so then it went from that to I'm sorry. Like, I I, I really was scared. I just stand at third. So I was like, yo, which one was it, Shorty? Like, did you were you just ignorant to what you were saying? Were you scared? Or were you trying to get some jokes off? And I think that that's where the issue lies is where it's like, you, you're you a comedian, so you're playing the edge. I can't get mad at you for playing the edge. Right. But Maul on, on Joe's, Joe Budden's podcast had a really good point. And he was like, not everything is content, though. So every moment you can't try and, oh, let me get my phone and, and let me try and get some jokes off and make it content. Like, And that's what it seemed like the first video was where okay. it was like, oh, here come four niggas with turbans. I think it's going to be funny. Let me pull my, my phone out and bust some jokes off. Some and niggas probably did laugh. The majority of the Muslim community was probably watching. Yeah, some it. niggas yeah. did laugh. Some niggas probably was like, ha ha. But the majority of people with everything that's going on was like, nigga, what are you doing? It's a rap for you. But to cancel her, I think, see, this is the issue. I, this is where I was going to get to right now. This is why I feel like our black community judges a little bit too hard. Oh, we do. Because my <laughs> thing is, they do this on the news every day. People right, get paid to profile and talk shit. So a comedian goes on and makes a joke about it, and now it's it's wrong. When I could probably go on Fox Five tonight oh, Fox 5 and watch the them bash them on national Fox TV, facts, and cover it with just certain cover words. It with, with, with with just proper etiquette of speech. But a comedian goes on her Instagram social media and jokes about you know when people that might when she's scared or she was scared that might have been her way to keep the keep it light or keep it fun right right she's masking her own way of showing her fear right but we have people that get paid on national television that kids watch that adults watch that people who are being programmed to dislike and hate other nationalities and other religious beliefs they get paid to do this millions of dollars that's a but fact. we're going to bash this one lady because she said that See, she made a joke about niggas and turbans. I don't mind them bashing her. I I don't I don't I don't have a problem with that. I bash her in the in the sense of you did some ignorant shit. I don't mind that. I do mind 
the whole, oh, now she got to be canceled. Because yeah, like, she made what? a mistake. Like, and that happens, especially if you're a comedian. If you're playing that dark comedic lane or you're playing that realism where you make jokes off of real feelings or... Like, I'm sorry, but right after 9-11, a lot of niggas was sitting there when a nigga came on looking a certain type of way and was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, let's, let's keep it real. Like, let's have I a mean, real that's, conversation. That's, that that <laughs> whole situation is just wild how we... A lot of niggas was doing we that. We turned not, our... Niggas became fearful of a whole region of people. Facts. An entire... Like, the we're not talking about... used to about... literally just be in your... Like, the nigga was your cabbie. And as soon as one person that looked like him or identified with his religion, nigga, you canceled everybody. Niggas everybody. Like, we're not getting cabs there like was, that no more either. Bro, there was a it was whole... Bad. It, it was, was bad. a whole scenario in New York where niggas was doing wild shit yeah, to bad. Islamic people. Yeah, it was bad. So... Yeah. Now that we're more educated and woke, which I appreciate, that's dope, but we can't, we can tell somebody, yo, you did some dumb, ignorant shit, cool, but now we're talking about, oh, she got to get canceled, she got to lose endorsements, she got to get kicked off her show. She she, she might lose endorsements, but I don't think she should get canceled. She might, but- She may have already lost endorsements. Telling her that she got to get kicked off her show- because yeah. she made a, a mistake that, yeah. and I gr- granted her being defensive in the first place wasn't the right that it wasn't the right thing right to tone. Yeah, she probably should have had a pee off of that. But but she also has a right to that too. If you being attacked, you are gonna feel some type of way. So I get it. It's just y'all y'all gotta stop cancel, trying to cancel everybody off of a mistake or some ignorant shit they're gonna say. We're all human and we all don't know everything about everything. I mean, we spoke about this last week, didn't we? Say something to the effect where we're, we're also getting to a point where. The opinions are becoming so big, it's like, it don't matter what the facts are. Nigga, that opinion, nigga, public opinion, nigga, you will get canceled. And this is why there isn't a court of public opinion. Right, because if there was a court of public opinion, it would be a lot oh, of nah, nigga. You, you, nigga, you, nigga you, I would have been canceled. I would have been canceled the first season. Nigga. Niggas ain't. Get this, <laughs> listen. Get this bow tie, nigga, out the fuck up out of here. Pull it on demon on dog. Let's get this I just feel like it's being... Something like that is being stereotyped and talked about and trashed every day oh, yeah. on national TV. I don't see why Jess Hilarious making a joke about it is that serious. I think it's a well. I do think the joke is serious because it's a it's a very poor joke in True. terms of and it and it 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 feeds into that fear that is there where we're in a climate again where it seems like our our government is kind of against. Islam and Muslims Our and been against them for a minute. Yeah, but it's more blatant. Is is you Trump is out here oh, yeah, emboldening Trump. niggas yeah, to do stuff yeah, 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 to yeah. people who are yeah. Islam talking about it like when a when a country takes on a stance of ban these niggas, you're also telling your people if you see these niggas, tell them they not welcome. Nah, That's basically what the niggas saying about having a Muslim ban. Some of my best friends are Muslim, and they they listening to this right now. Oh, but that's th- that's literally the message. Yeah. See, and this is either the part that he doesn't get or he does get, and he's doing right. silently. Is when you put certain policies forth, you are telling your citizens what's okay and what's not okay. Right. You telling your 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 citizens, yo. The Mexicans are are rapists and drug dealers, yep. and we gotta keep them out. Right. You're keep giving them out. the green light that yo, you see a Mexican nigga, he don't belong here. Right. That's what you're saying. And now with the Muslim, Muslim ban, yo, you see some Muslim Islamic niggas, yo, they don't belong here. So make sure you make it uncomfortable for these niggas. And I'm just saying, it's starting to sound like a a speech that happened 
you know what, 70 years ago. I'm just saying, you know, it's starting to sound familiar where they're picking off certain groups of people a little about they don't belong here. Right. So who belongs here? Right, exactly. Who's entitled to live here? Because the last time we checked, it was a free country for everybody to come and try right. to make a strat, try to make a living. And you're banning the people that makes your society function. And and you're banning people who have color in their in their skin. Like it is you just can't he like I haven't I mean he says certain shit, but it's always it's always the uh, he won't say anything directly about African Americans. What he'll say to African Americans is lazy. Yeah, or I I I brought y'all the best economy y'all ever had, mm-hmm. or you know work with me because the Democrats never did anything to you. Whatever did anything for you, cool. But he's just signaling to people like yo, if they got color, they may not belong here, or they they're other, or they're this. When the country is. Full of color, like y'all, y'all white folks is is getting up out of here, man. Like y'all gotta understand, it's, it's that's ignorance to me. Yeah, and I think that she just fed into it, which in turn put her in, in that boat of being as ignorant as the most ignorant nigga in charge right now. You right. don't want to be in that boat, right. so yeah, I think it's okay to to correct her on that and be like, yo, that joke right now ain't gonna hit. Right. But yeah. to then get to the level of Nah. Yeah. I mean, if you want to clown her and be like, yo, get that whack shit out of here. Like, yeah, that was, shit's you, whack as a bad joke. It was joke. whack for that. Yo, that's xenophobic. <clears throat> Let her know what it was. Yo, that was xenophobic. That was fucked up. I'm okay with that. But to, to have her be on some, like, you're going to do one of two things. You're going to force a fake apology where she don't really mean the shit or she didn't really do the research. Or you're going to end up putting her in a situation where we just were behind you. You were an Instagram star, and we made you a, a real star, and now you want to take the shit away from her as soon as she gets a little bit of fame because of a comment that was fucked up, but she is also a comedian, so it's like... The reality is, too, where what I'm gathering is that it doesn't matter if niggas put you in a position to be a star or not. The moment that people feel like they want to literally take you down from the pedestal, they no longer have to be like... A create a, a court of public opinion, nigga. The court of public opinion is social media. Yeah, that, social that's media, exactly what it is. Social media, chamber. social media is the platform exactly now that's is, gonna bro. literally uh, dictate whether, nigga, you eat, you live, you see in your family tonight, you going to jail, you going under the jail, or you'll never work in this town again. And so it also, je- yeah, social, if social media showed me one thing, bro, you gotta be careful. It showed me that there's really people who don't give a fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just feel like there's niggas out here. Waiting. There's niggas that got nothing to lose. She got a lot of shit to yeah. lose right now. I'm starting to feel like there's niggas out here that are just really looking for the one thing that can be taken out of context or the one thing that is like, yo, you shouldn't say that. And they want to harpen on that because they think by getting that content, mm-hmm. now they get attention. I was on just about them. to say, now they get on. Right. They get on by putting and pushing you all the way to fuck down. I found content of Kevin Hart saying homophobic statements 35 years ago. A lot of niggas did dig that so up. So let me let me throw this up now and say, yo, y'all going to have this nigga do the Oscars when he right. said this? Y'all, y'all probably said some worse shit at some point, but you right. throwing this shit up because now you got all the attention and the retweets and, oh my God, Kevin right. did what? Nah, right. yo, let's cancel him. And you feel like you the man because you started that firestorm. And right. it also goes to show, like, people really 
Hate, son. Like, yeah, you have to have oh, next yeah, level hate, hate out that, here, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you, nigga. I'm not looking at the nigga with the weird tweet from ten years ago. Like, like you're niggas, really bro. that much hate. Like, you would make this man cancel his entire livelihood. Oh yeah, because nice. you're bitter. One about of his something. biggest achievements, right? The yeah. Oscars for not something that he said yesterday. Something that he said like ten years ago. You had to go look for this shit. Like, wait a minute, didn't that nigga say some? Some shit <laughs> like 50 right. years ago. But this goes back to what I was saying. Going into the Kevin Hart vein, anybody that was a star or is a star on the height of becoming a star, the moment you say some wild shit that quote unquote doesn't go with the agenda of the general public's opinion on social media or people that are in news and media, they feel like now they now have the right to control how the rest of your life is dictated. Yeah. I mean, for one, I feel like a lot of this kind of comes from this is different, but it's it's the same thing because people get heavily involved. They create movements around it when unarmed black men and women are gunned down by the police. When people start to form these groups and start to form these protests and these rallies, nigga, we see all that on social media, whether you're watching the news or not. Nigga, when you click that hashtag of what the, the rally is, nigga, all the videos going to come up from dating back from the first and protest see, and a petition. This is it's where scary it's crazy. This motherfucker, so Imagine. It's scary. As a comedian, an actor, a rapper, whatever. Mm-hmm. Where most you make, of your content is playing is, the line. Is playing the line. And you make one statement. That goes over the that line. That goes over the line. Just one. You didn't kill nobody. You ain't rape you nobody. You didn't rape nobody. You didn't commit. And you didn't do nothing illegal. You didn't right. break no law. Right. You just made a statement. That wasn't popular. That wasn't popular. You ain't end up in tax situations. Your entire life's work it's, gets yeah. flushed down the yeah, toilet. Yeah, that's wild. That's beyond wild to me, bro. <laughs> like, it bothers me a little bit, like, right. deep down. Because I'm just like, yeah. Nah, like, it's an issue. Like, right. what have I been doing all this for? Michael Jackson, nigga. They pulled all his shit. You don't hear his shit like that no more. Well, see, there's situations that Michael are a little... Michael Jackson is a little bit different, though. R. Kelly and Michael Jackson is because cases were built around that. I'm right. talking about... And Bill Cosby. Oh, and Bill Cosby. Because <laughs> they... We don't... We don't... I'm not going to... Judge what they've done or, or comment right. on what they've done, but we I'm talking about more. They just took it to another level. Instantaneous <laughs> cases where a tweet was sent out. Jess Hilarious made 30 second videos, right. one minute worth of footage. This girl's been grinding for the years. past few years, yeah. putting in work, sleeping at the night. The same niggas that laughed at it are not like, nah, she's whack because she made a now statement. Now I gotta pay for it to see her on, on, on stage. On Wilding Out. On Wild Nights, G, we don't know. She got a Fox 5 show. Yeah, we don't know what what grind uh, she's put out. Lil Rouse show, crazy. Yeah, we don't know what the struggles she's been through, what grind she's worked, what how long she might have been building this craft. Yep. The sleepless nights. We don't know what this girl puts into her craft. And now we want to say cancel her. Everything she's worked for go down the drain because she made a statement. So we're we're that we're we're in a point where we're not we're that much not forgiven. Like, see, and and my thing is. Cool. If she was defensive in the beginning and y'all still was coming at that ass, cool. If she stayed defensive, cool. She then said she apologized. She did some research. People been talking to her Mm -hmm. and she realized she said some dumb, silly shit. Yeah. At that point, if you want to, if you personally want to cool off her, because it's like, I don't know what you about, cool. But then to call for all these extra things and her livelihood to be kind of, like you said, taken away. I'm not with that. Like, that shit is, is mad extra. And listen, all y'all niggas, all y'all niggas now 
who got on, who was born when Twitter was out, y'all all got some stupid shit up there. I want y'all to know that. Y'all all got Crazy some shit that a nigga shit. could yeah. find at any moment and pull that shit up and be like, y'all niggas was fucking bugging. Any yep. nigga that's 25 and under, y'all got, all of us, 30 and under, uh, y'all yeah. niggas got some what shit. What if niggas, what if you, nigga, you about to get accepted to college and somebody that don't like you pulled up some stupid oh, yeah, shit you said on Twitter when you were in, in, in high school, my nigga, when you were in ninth grade. And a nigga is like, oh, you about to go to Princeton, nigga? Fuck you and this shit. Watch the shit that you post on Twitter. Oh, yeah, it's a wrap. And now the Princeton be like, well, we saw some posts that you put. We don't want to. You gonna you gonna look at her like she's stupid? Like the fuck is you talking about? Are you about? serious? Look at my grades. Look Wait. at my grades. I'm a four right. average. You not gonna let me in because I said right. suck my dick. Perfect score. Perfect score on the SAT and perfect the ACT. Court. What's up? Because I said I want my dick licked by a dyke. Like yeah. some silly shit like that. I was fucking 15. I'm fucking 25 now. Facts. I'm a grown ass man. I'm Are you about to get a job at a oh, Fortune oh yeah, 500 oh yeah. company? Job is done. You said some, some salacious things some on salacious your, things. your you podcast said, last night. You said you don't like the JP Morgan or some silly shit like JP that. JP Morgan can no longer go through with this process. Facts. <laughs> You'll be sick. Saying you don't like a group of people is... is I, yes, yes. But if it, again, like... To start getting to a, a situation where we're, we're canceling instead of educating, there's a difference between, yo, you said some wild shit. Let me educate you onto wild that's wild. I mean, perfect example, bro. The three of us are in here right now. We have a business. Right. What if we're interviewing this, a white boy or right. a white person? Whatever. Right. And white boy. Like a white boy. Let's yeah, say like, a white boy. Yeah, I like that. And Billy. Let's say X is in interviewing, both of y'all are sitting there interviewing. Let's say we want to hire him for something with dad had some bow ties. Facts. We're at a different point in our lives where shit is right. I mean, built up around a million X dollars. I've worked with white people before, so this is not. But you know, I'm saying, like, new. this is we're, we're a million dollar, we're a million dollar corporation. I now. like that. And y'all are interviewing this white boy. And I come to y'all and I'd be like, yo, you see what the shit right here? And the chick said, fuck all niggers. Right. <laughs> and this comment was made back in 09. And it's two thousand. And now he's now. two. It's two thousand twenty-five, and we're interviewing him to be our PR. Right? Are y'all hiring him? I might. I might. That, I, well, yeah. I will say. I might. That I, shit, I would have to bring it up though. No, that shit definitely would dampen his chances. It would. It would. It would dampen his chances. If he's and what if I'm just like nah, fuck that shit. That nigga ain't working for us. I mean, both of y'all would win because it would be two against one. I'd be like, damn, nigga, I'm sorry. It would, it would greatly dampen his chances if I could find someone who's equally as qualified and who don't feel that way. Like, if we if we have a hiring pool, we got five niggas. There's the one white dude who said, fuck all niggas in right. 09. Um, now, I would have some type of respect for the nigga if he came in and he was like, yo, I just want to put this out there because I already know this could be an issue. Right. Back in 09, I said some wild shit about black people because right. I was in a different space. That's where I was trying to get to. But what if it Do was a black dude? Do we have to go back and track the shit we say now? But what if it was a black dude and he was like, yo, fuck all crackers? We're in here right now. <laughs> that is an ignorant statement. We, that we're in here right now. I probably now. will hire him before the white dude, though, just because he's black. But I you mean, see, you said that. Well, now, let's think back it. You go back and let's say you're trying to get a, a promotion at your job. Right. And your white supervisor is like, well, I was listening to your podcast several weeks ago, <laughs> and you said a statement that I don't feel comfortable with. And, and you know what's crazy? What I've learned, and, I, and, and uh, I, however they find out is how they find out, because we know at some point, they go, all our employees are going to find out what the fuck we really do. Somebody going to dig it up if they haven't already done it. 
I do not discuss what I do here at work anymore. My job don't know what the fuck I mean, I'm that's doing. where it's scary, though, yeah, because it's scary that if I'm doing something in my leisure time, right. All it, time, it could affect. Yeah, it could. Now, granted, if I say some ignorant shit, I do want people to be able to tell me I said some ignorant shit. I mean, shit. we have said mad wild shit on this show. Eating ass, sucking dick. We done said, I done uh, said it all. I, I didn't say nothing about sucking <laughs> That shit ain't never come out of my no, mouth. No, I'm talking nigga. about like if Let's we was like getting the dicks up. No, yeah, yeah, something like that. Oh, then niggas oh, will look at that just... like, oh yeah, y'all niggas is ignorant. I'm, but I'm in my mind, I'm like, how's that ignorant that. if it really happens? But but my thing is Make this: sure I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay with a nigga coming and being like, yo, honestly, you said some shit on the podcast, and it was ignorant because of X, Y, and Z. Okay, I'm not okay with yo. You said some shit on the podcast. I'm going to make clips of that shit, and I'm going to send it to all your employees because you oh, don't deserve a job. shit. That's Damn. where we at, though. That's crazy. Shit. You don't deserve a That's job. That's where we at. That's because Black you said male. something that I think is very ignorant, and most people would agree with me. How how did you not know that was ignorant? That's blackmail. Yeah. It, and, it, and we're in that predicament right now. What if we get pitched for a national TV show? On like BET or MTV or some silly shit like that. Not like to some say that nigga want to pull up some <laughs> some nigga tweet pull that up niggas a, don't even remember. Or a clip from the episode from one of our old episodes and be like, "Y'all want to put these niggas on the show? Have you ever heard what these niggas said?" Right. And now this multi-million dollar opportunity we could have had slips through our fingers because one person decides to go back and do extensive. Re- I'm not talking about. Casual. I'm talking about a niggas listening and writing notes. <laughs> <laughs> now, granted, like, somebody out there watching this right now, fuck you in advance. Like it's a it's a middle gra- it's a <laughs> middle ground because it's like people should be held accountable for their actions, but more so we, we account- all will be accountable <laughs> for what they like really truly feel in their heart. Like if I like that lady, it. That from that clip that's been circulating with the shorty in the supermarket, and she's spitting, yo, she's spitting at black people and calling them niggas. I'm cool with her losing her job because one, yeah, Yeah, forever, you you actively in front of said it, you said it, you said it just just a couple days ago, so you had that in your heart, and then you took an action, so you can't even say I was just angry. You spit at these black people. Spit is basically saying you are fuck you, yeah, you yeah, are yeah. lower than dirt. Yeah, fuck you. So I can't. There's no way I can justify and say, "Oh, you were just angry and you tried to say the meanest thing you could say." No, you took an action with that, and not any action. You took an action to signify that you think these people are lower than you. So when you say "nigger," I believe that you really want them them people to be niggers. Like that, you called them nigger on purpose. That wasn't. That was a very. So like specific choice that you made. So yeah, you get the fuck up out of here. Forever. You can't ever be a teacher again in no state. And the fact that you're an educator makes it worse. Makes it oh, worse. Oh yeah, yeah. Which means you teach you black boys. Right. You're not silly. You're not yeah. ignorant of this. You now, teach black kids all the time. Now you, somebody yeah. saying like like Kodak black shit. I would never say cancel him for that ignorant shit, but it's still ignorant. Right. It is, but I wouldn't cancel him for it. Like, nigga, like that's how you if you have if you think you have the courage to make it happen, boy. <laughs> listen, you're right. luck. You, you got the gold kahunas, my nigga. Right. Like, we may works see for you. shit out of that shit. We may see a, a young MA in Kodak record and about then, that. 
That would be good PR. That would be for good both PR. Of them. Yo, yep. yo, pay us for that. Y'all heard that on Dads and Bowties. Yeah, we need it. Fucking we around. need a check for that motherfucker. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if this sound ignorant. We need a check for that. Pull so, up. Another nigga that was getting dragged was Beto O'Rourke. Who the fuck is that? The presidential from candidate Texas? from Texas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was getting dragged. So Crazy. for two things, he had put out a fictional story when he was in high school. Oh shit! Where he was writing from the perspective of a killer that killed two kids. So again, this is a fictional wait, story. Wait, fictional? Wait for for class. He was writing like short novels when he was fifteen. What the fuck? He getting penalized for that? And nigga, I don't. How you find this shit, nigga? That, who got that? How are you, you writing finding this shit? Notes. I'm telling you, bro. Niggas is doing research, bro. Like, bro, you like you're you not gonna be president of these United States, nigga. Bro, who sit? <laughs> you how much hate you got in your heart? A lot. That you sitting there, and you like, oh. Because it had to be someone that was his peer. I don't yeah, know if that some... don't fuck with him. Oh, this nigga about to be president? No, yeah. wait. He had a short story I back remember in the that day. shit in class. Science. He was writing that shit in the wrong period. <laughs> <laughs> Should have wrote that shit in English. English. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what these things made me realize, son? <laughs> that people, people really, there's people out there that really do, you might think you're not offending them. Or you might think that you haven't done something to, to, to greatly upset them. Or vex them. But they holding that but shit. But they holding that shit. They might smile on your face every fucking day. And deep down inside, they hate you. fucking your, your bitch. <laughs> That's a level of hate they got for you, boy. You, it, it has to be that severe. Like, one nigga sitting at home and be a Beetle Roy. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> you got I, that I, story. got that shit. I'm going to fuck him up. I remember that time in 11th grade. <laughs> <laughs> when a nigga, nigga took my girl, took my girl, and fuck her in the ass, and like you, really, <laughs> like you really have to have that Pulling level of hate. Demon on God, God. <laughs> yeah, he's like the nigga busting the janitor room and saw him like beating this chick out, and then he's like, I'm gonna hate you for the rest of my life. I'm gonna beep 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 beep. If I ever see this nigga no more. run for president ever in his life, and it just so happened to be that, like. Yo, this shit crazy. I'm like, and I, then he had to go on an apology yeah, tour talking hate, about, hey, well, you know, I'm really sorry about what I wrote back. Why are you sorry about that? I would never about that. First of that all, is my issue with Kevin Hart when he said what he said. And then he's like, yo, I'm not going to keep on apologizing for this shit. I did it already. And you know what? Fuck it. I ain't even going to host the Oscar. First of all, my nigga, that Kevin Hart is slightly different. Yeah, like, that's a different situation. You're not going to penalize me because I write... Fictional, a fictional story, story, bro. I will slap the shit out of you. I'm gonna be, like, be like, yo, get off that silly shit. Yeah, I'm not apologizing was, yeah, for that. Like, I'm f- I wrote a fictional story from the eyes of a killer, and the person killed two kids. It's it's fiction. I thought I was gonna be a screenwriter at some point in time. I thought I was gonna right. write books as so, a 15 year old. So we're gonna we're gonna penalize the people who write Jason, the people who write Freddy Krueger, Steve, Stephen King. We're gonna Stephen put King. this nigga so under the jail. Like, they're us. mass murderers now. Get out. That's the problem now. Like they're doing? mass murderers. Damn, I just let another making. one go. Damn. That shit is stupid to me. I'm like, so then he's apologizing <laughs> for that. Then he made a statement where he was Ooh. on a campaign trail. This nigga. <laughs> he was on a campaign trail and he's been saying this line. Niggas <laughs> thinking deep in the pocket. I see Niggas like, where my ass <laughs> Hey, hey. This nigga, this nigga, um, kept making, making a statement. Yeah, help me out, bro. This nigga's a fucking clown. Um, you want one, bro? Ooh, I might give up my ass. 
Don't swallow this is that the gum. Problem, my nigga. Don't like, swallow that gum. <laughs> so he he's been saying this line where he was like, you know, and thank God for my wife who's been taking care of the children way more than I have. And niggas is killing him for that line. Because you said what? Hmm? Who said what? Because he said He said, you know, I've been on the campaign trail and he was like, thank God for my wife and you know, she's really a blessing and she's taking care of the kids way, way more, more spending way more time than I am with you know, the I'm kids. On the road. And niggas that? is killing him for that because they're like, oh, well, that's sexist because you're saying like she she got to stay home and take care of the kids while you go pursue your dreams and this, that, and the third. And it's like, yo, y'all niggas is, y'all niggas, right, niggas yo, I'm I, trying I, to stand with y'all, but y'all niggas is wilding. Then... That's not even the end of it. They born. killed the nigga again because he said he was he was born to run for presidency. And they were like, he was, they were like, oh, see, you're just talking about white privilege and and you got white privilege, so you're born for are y'all niggas for real right now? Trevor Noah was like, nah, y'all niggas gotta go. Y'all, y'all are doing too much. This yeah, is my problem much, though, in general. This is me personally. A lot of niggas gonna get offended, but it is what it is. I can't be. And I've said this to, to, to people outside of these circles. I can't be on a platform, I'm asking a, quest, a question, or I'm talking about something, and for every fucking time I say something that I feel, and I'm not trying to be offensive about it, I'm just saying it, you know, I'm just saying it from past experiences, somebody or a group of people or a big amount of people is like, yo, we got to get rid of this nigga because even though he quote-unquote telling the truth, his his truth, we don't because we don't fuck with it. We're not even trying to see where he goes with whatever with whatever happens. So I feel like we're going into a place where every time we talk, every time we say something, we always got to keep it in the back of our mind. Damn, who the fuck am I gonna offend today? Let me just exactly. Really, let me really just try to like humble myself and like be like very positive in my thinking. Let me really try to articulate my words so I don't piss nobody off. I may not get what I really want to accomplish in life, what I really want to do, because I'm going to fucking piss off this group, this group, this hate group, this black group, this white group. But you know what? At the end of the day, they're not going to not fuck with me. They're going to really support me because I'm not pissing them off. And I'm really here for likes and comments and shares and views because if I don't say the right thing when the camera's in front of me, they're going to cancel me. And I'm always going to have to think about not offending them. I can't live in a world like it's that. It's crazy, sorry. though, because... I, Henry Gray, distinguish that God can't do it. It's do crazy, it. though, because it's I like... Never do it. When you're underground, I'm when you're not mainstream yet, mm-hmm. people want the raw. They want you to be as raw as possible. Once you get a little bit of commercial success, now you're offending people. And it's like, my nigga, this is what got me here. Like, playing this line I, is what got I, me I, here. I, 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 I can't fuck with it. I can't. I I, and I know watching, I ain't for everybody. I All watched right. a clip the other day, and I right, saw it. Right. And that's not even Beto it. shit. Sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Beto didn't even say nothing to really that, offend niggas. That didn't niggas. even sound crazy, bro. That and for like, him to feel like he has to apologize. That's me, the part I hate. Me I that, say that shit all the time. Me that took away from him, because I'm like, you too bitch made now. You can't apologize every time every a time, nigga yeah. thinks you did something wrong. Oh, my, my bad. You know what? He's trying to win hard. I, now, I offended the the Korean dictator who said he's gonna fuck my mother. <laughs> so you know what? And I have white privilege. So you know I'm gonna just let him fuck my mother. No, no, 
nigga. You, you better you pull up on God, nigga. Balls, bro. I don't know Trump guy on. and the president not giving two fucks about anybody. And that's, said, but, but, but that's, that's why problem. he got that. We talked about that shit so much on this fucking podcast. I go back to it. Niggas be like, oh, that's whatever. No, nigga. The nigga said, if you got money, it's easy. All you got to do is grab him by the pussy. That's what he said. And never he's still apologized on. for it. Never. He never I don't apologized fucking get for that this shit. shit. The nigga said, yo, um, Haitians shit whole country. Locker room talk. Right. That's what that was. Nigga, that was. what are you talking about, Nigga bro? never apologized for saying, grab him by the pussy. And we literally Did dragging just hilarious? Mm. And we got the fucking leader of the free world saying this shit on it's national the television. The nigga said, get, get them the out, of out of here. The nigga was just like, oh, get let's get here. them out of here. Yeah, like this. like The whole populace, my nigga, the whole set Well, you know, there's, there's good people people on both sides. <laughs> like right. the Nazis be, and I, yeah, people I be, that don't like Nazis. I be so I. confused about which way the quote-unquote public opinion is swaying because it's like niggas... If, if they feel like somebody's opinion is similarly, relatively the same with everybody else's, they'll deem that as a fact. But if niggas' opinion is not in the same threshold, it's an opinion that they feel like, you know what, we got enough opinions over here that it doesn't feel like a fact, we're going to bring this nigga I down. mean, well, let, let's be fair. They did kill Donald Trump for those, for those comments. It just so happened that the country was so bigoted and so, quote unquote, worried about the economy that... They still decided to go with that nigga, which is crazy. The public opinion was against the nigga. Obviously, he had right. there was three million votes against right. him. You know more than more than what he got. Right. Hillary got three million more votes. But when it comes to these things, where let's let's keep it a buck. There are things in our society that are still debatable. They are are listen. Whether we like it or not, there's still debates, there's still thoughts, there's still differences around certain topics. Just to keep it a little PC without getting crazy, like um, fucking, what do you call it? When, when they think they're putting black people in schools just because they're, they're uh, black. Right. What's that? What the fuck is that again? When they're putting black people in school just because they're black? Affirmative action. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like that, that's still... A debatable topic. Right. And you have the right to want to debate it. Right. I I will be on, on defensive with it because I'm like, nigga, y'all did fucked up shit. That don't mean nothing to me. Y'all pulled niggas back. Yeah, I don't mean nothing but at the end of the debate, the day, we could have a healthy debate about that. We can. And healthy. even though that's a controversial topic to, to have a healthy debate about. Right. Debate about. Mm -hmm. But there are things in our society where, yo, people are going to have differences and that's okay. You can't kill a nigga... For having a difference. You could kill him for being disrespectful about the difference. Right. I think that's the that's the difference of it. Mm -hmm. If I'm blatantly being disrespectful about whatever it is that I don't like, and I'm coming at y'all, and I'm coming at a group of people, and I'm like, yo, fuck y'all. Y'all niggas so stupid because y'all doing X, Y, and Z. Kill me. Like, I, I'm bugging out. But if I have a difference of opinion, let me rock, my nigga. I just don't agree with that. And I feel like we, they're, we're... We're living in a society where everybody's so quick to jump to a, a quick, comment. Quick. Yeah, they're too quick to jump to a conclusion. I feel like, all right, you say some you say some out of walk shit and not now you're getting a little bit of heat or a little bit of backlash from it. If you're an actor and you have a show out, let's see if the show still is gonna do good. Mm-hmm. Right. If we don't see the ratings drop, then obviously it's only that set of people that's offended. Mm -hmm. You're not always gonna please everybody. 
Right. There's 8 billion people on this planet. There's over a billion people on social media. You're bound to not please everyone. That don't mean that same people that's not fucking with you at that particular point in time probably don't even watch your show to begin with. And they may fuck with you later when when things kind of reveal themselves. If you're telling me some wacky shit, you don't support me to begin with. Because if you supported me, you wouldn't be that sprung against it. This nigga Bill Maher said, I wouldn't be a field nigga. I'd be a house nigga if... And said the word nigger. But, did, but but this is the shit I'm talking about. <laughs> and did, got killed for like a week. And that was it. Back and to the rest of the Ratings didn't even the drop. That's what I'm saying. The ratings didn't did drop. drop. Because his core, his core audience still watched him. They like, yo, no matter what he says, we still going to watch him. Well, they're watch used him. to him playing. He's doing that shit with religion. He does that with other things. Why can't he do it with race? That's how his, That's his core looked at it. So at the end of the day, the people who gave him flack probably don't watch Bill Maher to begin with. Right. They don't go. They probably don't even have HBO. They just saw that clip and was like, "We gotta, we kill, gotta him kill him real quick, for it. real quick. We gonna kill him real quick." Right. We gonna Did Jess Hilarious lose it. any followers because she said that shit? We, I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. The endorsements she probably summoned or whatever. Why? Was, was the, ever, why was would, was would she lose the endorsements? That's my question. Like, yes, she offended certain people. That's understandable. Right. But those people that she probably offended probably don't even follow her career to begin with. Right. Because I don't, I don't follow Bill Maher shit at all. I think the difference with Just Hilarious is only this wasn't a bad, this wasn't a bad joke that was taken the wrong way. This was her living her life, mm-hmm. doing some, doing something in her life, and putting it up. So now it's not this is a Just Hilarious bit. Mm-hmm. This is what Just Hilarious thinks, and I think that's where she fucked up. Because mm-hmm. this wasn't like on a show or one of her. Right. Her random Sketches, Instagram right. stupid things that yeah, she people right. might have laughed a little bit more. Right. Still, is not the right climate right. for it. Wasn't but, it wasn't the mess with Jess? It wasn't that. Right, right. So if it was one of them shits, people might have been Go like, "Oh, she, she just saying some ignorant dumb shit." Yeah. Like when we come in this podcast space, I think one of the things, even though we're talking what what's on our mind, mm-hmm. one of the safe pieces about it is it's the podcast. So people come into it expecting like, "Oh, they might say some wild shit on this." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when you're, if I'm in real life and I'm having a conversation with you and I say, if I call a young lady a bitch in a regular conversation, they might look at me like, yo, you good? Like, mm-hmm. you ain't on the podcast, my nigga. Right, like, right, right, right. Yeah. So I get that piece of it. That's why she got killed. So I understand why she got killed. And I understand why people would want to kind of remove themselves because like, if that's how you think, I don't know if I want to be associated with, with you thinking that way. Right. But it's also about like, yo, let her get educated. At least give her a chance to get educated and get back. And and if she's apologizing, and it, that looked like a sincere apology, although it took too long, I guess, for certain people. But I do agree now, when we, now Bill Maher, I feel like one, you've been on TV long enough to know, yeah. and you whiter than white, so you know you're not supposed to say but, nigga in our, in our society. Like, and you throw that shit out there like, like you've been hanging with black niggas all your all life, your and life. they gave they somebody knighted your ass. Like they they, they came and they're just like you could get away. You with good? It. You right. got a you got a one day pass, nigga. Today yeah. you could say like get it off, just, get it off your you chest. Was just with Snoop Deal Double G, wasn't you? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Shit is crazy. It is, it is wild. So, do you want us to talk about credit? Yeah. So, uh, some lady. Some lady put up a question that I'm following. Shout out to Sen Will. 
Um, I'm not quite, I'm not sure what Caribbean country she's from, but she's like one of those like consultant people. She helps you through like situations with your business and it looks like relationships now. So she put up a status. Guys, I'm looking for people to help me um, pose questions. If you were in a relationship, it could be business, it could be personal, whatever. Questions about what types of things would you bring to your partner if things were getting serious. So I was like, you know, credit score. That's something you want to talk about when you're really getting serious with somebody. A place to live. That's something you want to talk about when you're getting serious with somebody. How many children y'all going to have? And joint accounts. Joint accounts is because um, a while ago, he, he's he's no longer with us. R.I.P. A.V. Shout out to my guy, A.V. Uh, A.V. was one of the first people who created my, my website. Um, we was having a conversation about business and marriage. And he was like, to be honest, distinguished, me and my wife have a joint account. And I was like, really? I was like, what's a joint account? And he was like, oh, it's basically, you know, we have one account that literally is both of us. So he was like, there could either be one card, it could be two cards, but that's our money that we, you know, put collectively for things that we're going to do in the house or things that we're going to do, like vacations and stuff like that. But then when I spoke to other people about it that was around his age group, they was like, we don't believe in joint accounts. Mm -hmm. We believe in having money separated. So she has her money. I have my money. If we want to join account, nigga, we just opens up. We just open up a savings. I was like, interesting. So, I want to ask in the room, how do we feel about joint account? If you're married now, not not in a relationship, you're in a committed marriage. Y'all might know each other's social security numbers. Yeah. Y'all know what really ticks each other off. Mm-hmm. Y'all live in the same crib. Is there more cons than pros when having a joint account? That's the way in, fellas. I mean, what a, I'm not opposed to a joint account. Okay. I'm, however, you have to have your own account as well. Oh, in yeah, my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Okay. Like I have to have my own money, right. and if we're doing a situation where it's like, all right, we're both going to set aside five hundred to put in this joint account right. every week or for, every month, right? For the house trip, for trips, mm-hmm. for things like that. I don't think there's a there's uh, a, uh, planning a wedding possibly if you guys a, got yeah. Engaged. I don't think right. there's an issue with that. I think that that's you know, a good idea. What I am against is that joint account being the sole account. Okay. Like, I, all my money that goes into that right. account, all your money that goes into that account, that's both of our money and, and I don't have access to something that's just mine. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, because to that me... to me, problem. Yeah, that's too, too much could go wrong with that. Right. Where it's like, well, this is both ours, so if I spend all of the money... You can't really say nothing because we agreed to this joint situation. Now, I spent all the money in the account, and let's say I went and got all the shit I wanted to get, but you didn't get none of that. Facts. But it's your hard-earned mo- money, too. Facts. So where we at with that? And those are situations that could happen not knowingly and knowingly. But, that's, could... but that, that's where the communication comes in. Well, exactly. If you mm-hmm. spending bread from a joint account and you did not speak to your spouse about it, nigga, you in the red now. Because if y'all was collectively trying to save to buy something that was going to be meaningful to the family, and you ended up spending it, you just, oh, you know, babe, well, I, just, I just got this real quick. She looking at you like, nigga. Well, that's don't. my issue, though. I don't, I don't <laughs> want nobody policing what I could spend. So that's why I got to have my own. Well, yeah, true. True that. that. That's why I can't do just a joint, just a joint account. Right. Some people do that. Where it's just a joint, and no, they put their money in there. Idea. That ain't it, Chief. That ain't it for me. I'm it. not I'm, doing a just a joint account. We're not pulling up from, on a demon from, on guard with that. From my experience, yes, sir. 
I do believe you should have a joint expense account. Okay. Which is basically an account that you put money into for expenses, house, different bills. Utilities. Different things like that, right. especially if you're going down the middle with everything. Right. Um, I don't necessarily believe in a joint savings account. Okay. Unless you're doing it for the purpose of buying something that you need. Like if you're going to get a house. Right. And the house is going to be in both of your names. Then it's it's advisable that you have a joint savings account because you want to show what you both have accumulated. Okay. Plus, you know, any reputable bank is going to scan both of y'all accounts to see right. what y'all money and spending habits are like. And so, sometimes you may need that for the for, for that, the bank for that, to sign the, off. Exactly. True. Like, all right, well, you spend this much, but you, you got to save se- this much. You got a seven hundred. She got a six fifty. All right, y'all look good. Yeah. If if you got this, if you if she got this six fifty. Y'all ain't getting this house. Right. And it's the reason why I say it like that is just like, that's how it's going to work. Both of you have your credit scores a certain way, but they're going to look at, they're going to look at your both, your, both of your bank accounts and they're going to be like, your spending habits is wild. Nigga, you, you hitting red every week or you hitting red every pay period. Like you, every, only time you're in the green is when your pay period hits. Right. They're going to look at your bank account and be like, oh, your bank account is pretty good. You're pretty lit. That's not bad. Like you have a pretty good spending habits, but if y'all have a savings together and they they notice that both y'all been putting pooling money in this one savings, they're gonna look at it a little different. They're gonna be yeah. like, "Well, we could overlook this one's bank account right. because we notice you've been saving in this one cumulative right. savings account, and y'all got fifty grand in this." Right. right. You feel I me? Mean? Even though the credit scores might be walking, so in that particular purpose is worth it. Besides that, I personally agree in a good expense account where babe we gotta get a new washing machine. Right. So seven hundred dollars gotta get in that bitch. Right. So we both two hundred from your check, two hundred from, from mine. mine for the next two months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And what, you said, what you said, Flo, is so good. I never forget. I was talking to my sister a few months ago and she was like, yo, I just really want you to be a good stewardess over your finances, bro. Mm-hmm. And that shit didn't really kick in until I really just sat down with myself and was like, yo, you trying to get to a goal, son. You want to do mad shit, but yo, you got to make sure you got some real security tucked away just in case shit go left. Because mommy and daddy ain't going to be here forever, my nigga. You here right. now, but the comfortability, nigga, and the safety net going to be cut soon because, nigga, you're going to want to branch out and do your own things, but in order to do your own things, you need to make sure that you have rainy day money tucked away, and it's a lot of rainy day money if you're really trying to get the fuck out and get your own, so... I mean, let's keep it a stack. I think society and naturally, you start to feel at a certain point in your life, like, you don't want to ask permission for certain things. Yeah, because after a while, bro, you, you don't feel stifled, but you feel like it just don't feel right. You yeah. you stifle yourself. Yeah, you stifle yourself, right? You don't yo, feel like nobody's stifling. You just like, yo, shit. I don't I don't want to bring company. Yeah. Because no one's telling me I can't bring company. But still. But I don't want to bring company right, I just, because I ain't trying to have people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't trying to do that. I'm not trying to have to say, yo, I'll be right back. I'm dropping so and so home. I shouldn't even have to feel like I gotta say that. Right. Or I shouldn't well, have to fact. feel like when I'm bringing somebody in, it's like, damn. Let me do the introduction real quick. Yo, I'm going to have company tonight. Right, yeah, for, for people to be like, yo, so that, that's what we doing now? I was like, well, I'm growing. I really don't have to, especially when you know you contributing to the crib and shit. Like, I don't have, I did my part. I, 
Right. Um, it's I, me but, time right but, now. But you but, feel like that. But you feel it because it's the, it's the you just live there. Too. It ain't your spot. Nigga, yeah. if anything, nigga, you te- technically you a tenant. You you That's live true. there. You helping out. You not the tenant. But nigga, you damn near close to the tenant if there ain't no tenants. Nigga, it's you and your parents or you and your legal guardians. Nigga, this is their place. And you probably grew up in or you, you just moved in, you know, trying to get your shit together. While you're getting your shit together, nigga, just know it's still temporary. Because at one at some point... Well, it could always be temporary. It could always. You at, could get... The, 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 yeah. the real fear there as well is you could get into a bad argument with that person. the fuck right out. And, and they'd be there. like, yo, get the fuck out. And I've had situations... I've ever had people that calls me with like, yo, D, I just got kicked out of my crib. I need somewhere to stay for the night. Yeah. I need somewhere to stay. Yo, I need $300 right now for a telly, bro. I'll get up with you when I get my next pay period check. I've had that. Men and women, unfortunately. And, and women, unfortunately. I'm, I'm, and I'm only saying that because... There's a lot of women that I know that, and I posted this too. There's more. There's there's a lot of women that I know that are in better financial uh, predicaments than a lot of men. There's more women I know right now in 2019. I don't know their savings like that, but in terms of when it's time for them to make a move, if it's a big move, they could say, "Yo, I could spend five racks by myself. I, right. don't, need, I don't need a nigga to help me." I'm sure X knows, and I'm sure you know women like that. Like they're making the moves that we be like, damn, that's a woman that we need. But at the same time, niggas got to be realistic. Like, yo, a lot of niggas don't have five racks just chilling like that. A lot of chicks do, though. Listen, if you a certain type of nigga... They got it. There's certain things I respect that them. you're going to feel when you don't have certain things in a certain type of order. If you don't have your own crib, you're going to feel like, can I even mess with a chick that got her own crib? Your ego like, starts to fuck with you. Your ego does start to yo, hard, dude. Am hard. I am I able like? Cause when that conversation presents itself, are you ready for that? When it's <laughs> like, yo, I want to come to your place. You always come to mine. I right, you could come to mine, but you know what I mean. Like, I got curfew. <laughs> I'm not gonna go that far. I know a nigga <laughs> like that. I hope he not watching this. Shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, my nigga. <laughs> you a grown ass man. I just still got curfew, nigga. Nah, nah, that's some wild <laughs> shit, bro. But, but like, but even having to say, like, yo, that's yeah, weird. you could come up because a lot of times, especially a woman that got her own, a lot of times you'd be like, yeah, you could come over, but you know, I got a roommate or I got my my, 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 my mom, my grandma sleeping in the front room. <laughs> When we open the door, you got to close it back slow. <laughs> you can't walk on the towel. You yeah. got to air walk. Yo, take your shoes off. Pick your feet up. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's real But it's shit. real. You right, my nigga. You're and, not lying. And, and when you got to have that conversation with Shorty, your whole heart dropping. The whole shit. Nigga, you feel you, like you got to take a shit right Because <laughs> you know Shorty sitting there like... I got my whole duplex that nigga. I can come back to. I could put my ass family naked. in my shit, but I came here, nigga. <laughs> but I'm going to come to your crib nigga. where I got to tiptoe because granny sleeping in the fridge. Nigga, you can't even eat all the food in the she fridge. She can't even bust a proper nut, my nigga. Right. You digging her out and she there like, <laughs> you like, please be quiet. She is Jehovah's Witness. Chill. <laughs> Chill. Yo, relax, ma. <laughs> 
as you're saying that the pussy getting drier, as you're saying it, the pussy is losing its moisture. Be quiet, be quiet. The pussy then walked out. Right, right. At that point, she's just like, all right, my nigga. Hey, you done? Get your nut. The, the, yeah. ovary, the ovary done walked out the fucking fallopian tube. You get hit with the come, come, yes, come now, okay? All right, all right, you good? I right, get off, man. Like, it's real shit, bro. <laughs> you know. Like, when you don't have certain things aligned, you start to, to it starts to right. fuck with what you think you deserve. And it's so crazy because somebody, I'm not going to say his name, but um, I was on another post and we were talking about this as well. And, excuse me, his comment was to the extent of society makes us feel this way. Yeah, it's a societal he thing. He was like, society makes us feel like we need to have these things for ourselves, and then when we're in a situation when we have the partner that we want to be with or we are trying to be with somebody, we have to have certain things in order. In my mind, I'm like, I mean, realistically, yeah, my nigga, because if you come into somebody and they have X, Y, and Z, and you don't have even the bare minimum to meet them so that they can either help you build it or they can show you so that you guys can do it together, my nigga... That's probably not the person you want to actually try to uh, uh, get at because that person is not only going to be helping you the entire time, but you're always going to feel like you're playing catch up. And that was one of my biggest things with dealing with somebody who I feel like if I'm with you and I don't have my own and I, and, and I feel like every time we got to make a move, it's, it's either on you or it's dictated by you and or I got to always come to you for the help and I can't do it by myself. Yo, you could do this shit without me. Your ego, your insecurity. And that should come. be fucking with me a lot. Your like, oh, insecurity. You, you have no choice but your insecurities to rise to the top right. in a situation. And like now that. it's like, huh, we not in that predicament, baby. <laughs> we not there. I mean, I don't I mean know. I'm just I keeping don't it know. a thousand. The, uh, the only uh, thing that I can say though is other societies with certain things, like there's a lot of there's a lot of families and, and other type of ethnic groups where they yeah they build everybody up one by one that and then yeah, they do. it's it's traditional for you to stay with your family until you get married until you yeah un, yeah until you're literally given away in a proper fashion right so but i don't think we do that no yeah. a lot of well we're conditioned to believe that you ain't shit like everything until you got shit everything about Black culture in America it's right crazy. now, they they conditioned us hype, to to compete with what what it is you don't have. Oh, y'all niggas got an office now. Oh, y'all niggas lit. Nah, nigga, we just actually put our mind and our bread together, and we got it done. We and, and we made and, a commitment, and we search, and and we right, we searched for the we had because a lot of we had a we we had a budget line. True. And niggas told us we couldn't get this for the budget line. True. And we knew we could. <laughs> and that True. was that, my nigga. Like, you know what I mean? And niggas, niggas tried to shit on us because they wanted us to do what they wanted us right. to do. We remember them, them conversations in the, in, in the rabbit holes. I was like, and nigga, this is not Alice in Wonderland. We're not, we're not going, going down that. Going you there. told us one price. Now every week the price going up. Right. Y'all mm-hmm. niggas even got a printer. How is that fact? Yeah, <laughs> like, nigga, cut it nigga, out. the space ain't even fully gutted out. What you talking about, niggas? This is space or a cave? Oh, you you thought you was getting that spot? Nah, what I was saying is y'all could come up with a deal and y'all could use my studio and you know pay this bread each month. Nigga, don't your grandma have Bible study in here, bro? Yeah, I'm nigga, not trying to. I, first of all, your couch is dirty. Right. And and second of all, nigga, like that's not what we spoke right. about. Like, stop wasting our fucking time. Mm. Like, so, but but we're conditioned to believe, like, how you coming at me? Cause I ain't move out. Bitch, you live with six people. You live with six helping you divide rent. Not don't, even. Don't. You live with grandma in the oh, front. True. 
Auntie got 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 the third bedroom. Right. Your two uncles don't got a job. Yeah. But they there living off everybody in the crib. So like you it's coming rough. at me talking about oh you don't got your own. Right. But what? Like but that's just the that's what we're built. Now granted, I think I at some point though, like I said before, you do have to come to the realization like, yo, at least let me try this be on my own shit. Yeah. I have to do this because it's a form of development for myself. Gross, I can't yeah. be in this situation. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I think mm-hmm. that's the difference. You shouldn't shit on somebody because they're doing a thing a certain type of way. If they still with their family, they still with their family. They, they could have a great relationship with their family. True. That don't mean that they're not holding a weight or they're less than or they're not a man or they're not a woman because they haven't moved out and and differentiated from their family. Now, granted, I do believe that there's a different type of growth that happens once you do make that move. You make that move, you're on your own, and you're like, yo, I don't, like, there is no safety net in some instances. And then there's also like, hey, mama, I got to do things in a way where I am not, like, I, I got to do things on my own. I got to make my own decisions about how I want to decorate my house. I got to make my own decisions about, my cleaning habits. I got to make my own decisions about the food I'm putting in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Those decisions will build you up as an individual. I do believe that. But don't shit on a person because they haven't made that move yet. Because you don't know why they didn't make that move. That's a big fact, bro. So, I mean, in terms of um, how important credit score is, I really think that depends on how deep you are in the relationship. Mm. Some, so, people, um, some people base your credit score off of in their head what type of lifestyle they want to live. Because credit scores can change how you live, and it could. For a fact, credit scores. The higher it is, the less amount of stuff you actually have to ask for. You just be giving shit at at some point. I know people right now. We're not gonna put them on, but I know people that have, and I got certain family members that actually have a um a eight fifty. I don't. I don't hear from them. I don't hear from them. Mm -hmm. I just watch their life on social media, but they're my family member, bro. I don't hear from them. They live a different life son like the lifestyle that they give themselves their kids their wife the houses they have the cars and i'm like yo we we grew up in the same crib and you can't teach me how to do that shit because you just don't reach out that's to me that's like damn it's like nigga how we still family niggas still getting phone calls Mm -hmm. and christmas cards and you know gifts every once in a while but nigga you just See, you just doing shit to soften the blow. We like, two crab in a barrel still. Instead crazy. of me and we blood like it, you my instead of a nigga to, I was about to look, fuck up just <laughs> instead of a nigga looking at you and being like, "Oh, you got a 650, but I got an 850. What you doing? Let me help. All right, let me All right, well you Education, can do this better. Bro. We're you can not, do that better. We're not educating people no, how credit works. Instead, what our culture dictates is, "Oh, you got a 650, nigga? What the fuck you doing?" And that, that's the end of the conversation. That's the end of it. Like, yo, nigga. Yo, this nigga is a You got to get your shit together, bro. This nigga wildin'. This nigga got six fit, and I'm just walk away. And funny, because in this current era, 650 is not bad. No, it's that's not. That's what's crazy about it's it. It's not like, bad. A lot of people out here got 500. A lot of people have a 430, bro. 430. <laughs> the bottom of the bottom. And it's not because they're bad with money. It's not because they don't know how, they don't have, they don't know how to manage their money. A lot of it is just bad decisions not knowing how credit works. Mm. A lot of people open credit cards. There was a point in time when you might have gotten 17 credit cards and you were just wild and out. wild out. Swipe, swipey, swipey, swipey and not understand you gotta how to manage See, you don't... 
it's real easy not to understand the game of the credit card. I didn't get a credit card until I was 25. So by that point, I kind of already understood. And them niggas still get me a little bit every now and then. As a nigga who fucked up his credit score early, it took me a while to figure it out. And I fucked up my credit score. It was a little bit different for me because I didn't grow up on credit. I didn't know what the fuck credit was until I came to this country. So for me, coming over here and being like, oh, I could get $400 and just... I ain't got to give you back right now. Right. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, just... so you saying that PlayStation 3 that I wanted to get, but I was like, if I get it, I can't pay rent this month? Yeah. Now I can get I it? I could just put it on this card. And pay and $20? I, and pay $20 a month? Okay. <laughs> and niggas is swiping. Not thinking about the fact that, oh, if I miss a payment, that's going to fuck my whole credit right. up. Right. You feel me? So not only if I miss a payment, if, if I, I miss, miss a payment and can't pay. I was just about to say, that part pay. is key. If I miss a payment and I can't pay no more, I'm so, fucked. I know I'm I didn't fuck- hit my limit. Right. I can't even pay y'all niggas. Right. Mm-hmm. And y'all got the max interest on me for every... So now I'm getting hit with a draft... Not a draft fee. I'm getting hit with a late payment a late, fee. Yeah, penalty yeah. is real. And the interest. That like people, APR people think up. People don't understand how credit really works. If you have a $500 credit limit, if you're just paying the interest every month, you're not actually helping your credit score because credit works based on the credit differential. So if you have $500 in credit and you're at your max, you're not actually helping your credit score. Now, if, you're, if you have a total credit history where your entire credit line throughout your history is $3,000 and you have one $500 credit card that's maxed, you actually benefit your credit score because... Your credit right, to debt ceiling. ratio is mm. different. So people don't understand that principle. I might have educated some people tonight, but you have to it's, understand how that works. It's also about the the psychological game that is is invested in the credit card. There's a reason why a bank is willing to give you $5,000 and tell you, do what you want with it. And all you got to do is pay us back when whenever you're good. There's a reason why... When you open up credit cards a lot, they give you 0% interest. So for that first year, you have zero down, you're going to, you're inclined to spend because it's like, oh, I'm borrowing essentially and I don't have to add anything to it. But guarantee by the time that year is up and you do get the interest taxed on, there's something on there that interest will be able to be billed on. So like there's- That 2.4 sign I know a lot of people that go through it, they get three- $3,500, $5,000 credit cards, and, be and they run that shit up, and the whole year they've been making $8 payments. And then, and but boom. And then that's the, that's, the, that's the next key. You might have one 5000 and then you get another 5000 and you get another 5000 You have 15 k Now you're swiping. You might have swiped this one. Oh, shit, this one getting a little deep. It's at, it's at three right now. I'm going to stop. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to start using this one. This one now is at three. Oh, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna use the other one out. Now you you nine. have nine thousand dollars worth of, and of it, debt. You don't pay attention to it too much because you might have had a twenty four point nine nine percent interest rate, and you're thinking to yourself for the first twelve months, I'm just making ninety dollar payments, and that thirteen month hit, and boom, your payment is one eighty seven. Yeah, on all three, on all three of them. <laughs> so now you went from paying two a calm two fifty a month. 
to almost 500 a month and you're scratching your head like, I can't afford this. I can't. What did my budget line go? What did my budget line go? Oh, now you can't card, afford it. Bro. That's crazy. Now you can't afford it. Like, I have a credit card now that I'm, I can't wait to get rid of that shit. <laughs> like, it ain't killing me, but I'm looking at life without it. And I'm like, I, you gotta go. Like, you gotta <laughs> fucking go, I, I my nigga. I was chilling with no credit cards for a minute. I was like, fuck all these credit yeah, cards. Yeah, I threw that shit out my wallet. I was like, nah, I can't yeah. have you. Now I have one credit card tempting. and it's not in my wallet. Because for me, with credit cards, is, is more of a sense of shit. I really gotta spend this right now. My first, or I really want it. See, I got past the. Uh, well, I think that I more. really want it for my birthday, and I could have bought it in cash. <laughs> okay, like this was when I first got my credit card. Okay, I could have bought it in cash, but I was like, you know what? Let me let me build the credit, and it's nothing. I can pay this I pay off. back whenever. Yeah, not not even that. I can pay this off. Within two months. Okay. Not knowing or or not realizing, oh shit, my tire blew this month. I was just about to say, literally, the money that you that you know you're getting, some random shit could happen. Some shit happens, oh, bro. bro. All and the time. If you was not saving for a rainy day, nigga, it is over. Yeah. It always happens. But sometimes you don't even want to touch what you save because True, you, you look that's at it. Emerging emergency. Like, yeah, you well, you look at that like death. sacred money. So it's kind of like, all right, let me not even use that. I'm gonna use the credit card right. instead because on that next check, right, I'm gonna be able to put feed up a little. Yeah, because our parents always say, "Yo, make sure you have at least a credit card on you just in case something happens." Uh, yeah, I'm gonna put a little yeah. something on it, and I'll be. You look right. at it like. What the psychology of it is, you look at it as the max amount you would be willing to put on it, but then what happens is life hits you. Yeah. So real life. You you realistically can put five hundred twice in two months. I mean, in two weeks, you can and, and get rid of a thousand dollar debt. You're right. But a lot of y'all better be listening to that part. But you end up going into the next week. Yo, bro, you wanna you wanna go to Philly for the weekend? There's a there's a podcasting joint. Where we get to meet uh, Charlemagne. I've done that plenty of times. Ah shit! I was gonna put five hundred on the card, but now I'm gonna do I'm gonna do two fifty because I need this yeah. extra two fifty for this trip I'm about right. to go on. Two fifty for the telly, real quick. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I need that two fifty. Then it's like when we out there meet some bad chicks. Oh, they want to go to this club. We gonna have to flex do, for a hundred. I could do one fifty now. <laughs> You know what? Let me check what the minimum payment What's is. What's the minimum? <laughs> oh, the minimum 80? 80? All right, all right, fuck, fuck it. it. I'm going to do that. This is what I'm going to That shit happened four months in a row. <laughs> Wait, now and you ain't paid yeah, yeah, nothing. You fucked up. Yeah. Now you, you stuck that's with That's life for you, though. That, that's that's, that's real really life. how it happens. That's really how shit be, bro. My first credit card payment was because my fuck... I was at the gym, pressing, pressing, pressing. Put the weight down, heard a crap. What the fuck is that? Look down... My phone, screen cracked. Oh, it was an off week. So I was like, I need my phone. Like, I, I can't function mm-hmm. without... It was crack crack. It was on some... I'm not getting messages. Damn. The shit was just looking at me like, so what you going to do, bro? Wow. So I was like, yo, I need this. I I don't want to spend the rest of my money because I'm going to be eating bread and cheese. Yeah. So you know what? Fuck this nigga. This nigga's passing gas. It actually bread. wasn't even me. Oh. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> I don't know. So then it's, <laughs> wow, so then it's wow, like, bro. all right. Somebody in the other room? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody need to buy a heart? But, <laughs> so boom. I'm like, all right, cool. 
what's this gonna cost? It's probably gonna be a light a hundred uh, a light hundred to get my screen. I had a I had like I had a Note three when it first came out. Oh yeah, that's right. So I was like, ah, right, it's gonna. I'm thinking, oh, it's gonna be like fifty dollars to fix this screen. I get there. I think the nigga said two seventy or some shit like that. To fix and I was like, oh, I'm really not using my money. Right. Fuck it. I gotta put it on the card. I gotta put it on the credit card. I'm like, but two two seventy? Man, I'll get that shit done the week after. And then the week after, Something yo, else. come to brunch, do this, da da da, ba da da. And now you you like, uh, I'll put I'll put a calm fifty on this. Bro, that ha- <laughs> you phone nigga like today. <laughs> oh shit. Today, like, oh shit. It happens, bro. Like clean. today I was just like, oh. Some shit happened at the crib. I was like, oh, I got to get a new phone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucking done. We had to go to T-Mobile this afternoon, my nigga. Like, Like, so about that upgrade. So, you know, how much that going to (laughs) run? What's the tax? You said 50? I called customer service. They're like, yeah, you know, you can get a trading credit if you really want to. I'm like, yeah, that's not working out. It's definitely not what I want. So, how much is this going to cost? Pull up there. The nigga was just like 250 each. Five hundred. Hey. I sat. I pondered. You know, <laughs> talked to Jesus for a little bit. You know, and I hey said, God, said, you know, do I really want to spend this? Fuck it. It is what it is. I guess I ain't buying shit this weekend. Right. <laughs> this is how life works, though. Right. You can't do nothing about it. Emergencies happen. It does. Like me and X coming from work one day, and nigga pull up tire flat. Yeah. We had to make it work, nigga. <laughs> nigga, my tire two weeks ago. Every every other day I had to put air in the shit. So I'm like, yo, what the fuck is up with this tire? So I'm like, alright, I'm gonna go get it, get it serviced, whatever. Pull up to go get it serviced. They're like, yeah, your tire done. I was oh. like, wait, I've been riding on the shit since DC last time. Oh shit. The shit been fucking oh, up. Yeah, you've been taking chances, bro. You can't so chances. It's just so happened that it they had a slow leak. And they had to get rid of it. They had to take the tie off. And you had to get a brand new Calm 260 or some shit. like 250, something like that. Them them joints add up, bro. You you spend money when you least expect it, son. Like, like I I know that shit happens. For me, it's a regular thing, bro. Like, it just, that's just how life works. There's many times where I'll be like trying to get certain things done and boom, some shit happened at the crib. And I'm just like, oh. I got to deal with this now. Yeah. Like, it, it and happens. And it's like, do I want to do savings? Do I want to do credit? Or do I want to be broke, bro? Do I want to be broke, bro? And broke, broke ain't a nice and feeling. And broke, broke ain't it's not. not a nice feeling. <laughs> broke, I'm not talking about I got $100 to spend nah, I'm and talk, I'm going to stretch this shit. I'm talking bro. about I got $675, $6.75. I get paid tomorrow <laughs> and it's 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> I ain't eat breakfast yet. Yeah, I <laughs> And nigga, it get worse than that. Nothing worse than that, boy. You sitting there, you're just like, all right, what's in the fridge? (laughs) What's What's the move? What's the move? What's the move? I got bread. I got cheese. It might be. I don't know. Ain't nothing worse than than, than knowing you about to overdraft your shit. Boy. But you can't avoid. Oh, you know you got that bread. You you, you hit that that gas deal hit zero. You're just like. I can't I put got, nothing in I got seventeen fifty in my account. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's eight twenty five in the morning. I still didn't leave the house yet. <laughs> I know my tank. Is I've seen eat. yo. I'll never forget. There was one time I wasn't looking at my tank the whole week. My shit was good. The light right. came on. I'm like, oh, wait. 
I don't get paid until when? Boy, <laughs> oh, you... I'm putting a calm ten dollars in this shit. Day, yo, it's gonna get me. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna get, get, me. get me home today. <laughs> I'm gonna figure and it out. And niggas was the asking me for rides, and I was like, nah, I'm calculating this nah, shit. Nah. That's an extra two miles. Nah, nah fuck that, boy. my nigga. You I ain't, ain't doing getting that. that shit. You on your own today? <laughs> I'm sorry, this this eight dollars gas is gonna I, get me directly home. I, I calculated this shit. Right. I can't give you directly home. I can't give you a free ride right now because uh, I missed the last three days of work, my nigga. My daughter was in the ICU, my nigga. Sorry, my paycheck look a slump. I can't take you home right now unless you. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, we do not have emergency money for your big. We don't have it. We, we, we don't have it, nigga. Nigga said emergency money. We don't have it. I mean, nah, but that's real shit, bro. Real oh, shit. God. So, I mean, for me, the credit, the credit, it, it matters depending on what stage of the relationship. If if it's someone new, and then what stage of life. Okay. Yeah, like that, I think me, that that's the bigger part of it to for, me. What for me, like, it, it, ma- it matters a lot more than it mattered when I was like 21. I met a chick at 21, and she was like, oh, my credit is shot. I didn't even have a credit. I'm going to be like, oh, okay, right. your credit shot. Right. <laughs> what at the fuck age, that means? At our age, and you try, if you're really trying to build with your partner, you want to get a car together, you might want to move in together. If y'all moving into an apartment and your credit, your credit is high... But her credit isn't that high. Get it. it could damper y'all from getting it, especially sure. if she's if, especially if she's really on it. Like now, nah, I want my name on the lease. You feel me? Like that could potentially mess with y'all. Or if y'all house hunting, and every time y'all go to look up a property, every time someone goes to check where y'all at, it's run a your hard shit. credit check. And people don't even understand that that hard credit check stuff because every time someone does a hard credit check, it lowers your credit score. Right. So you might have had. A calm seven thirty, and you go and do three or four hard credits credit checks, and yeah, you're at six eighty. I was about to right. say, yes, yeah, six fifty. You feel me? So we, I went through that when we were, when me and my brother were searching for houses, where my credit score was, I was just rebuilding that shit, right? And we went to look for houses, and every time we looked at a different spot that we liked, and we wanted to put an offer down, and they looked at the credit scores, and they need a hard credit check. My shit dropped fifteen points. Right, right. Every single fucking time, both me and him, and we just like, I right, two more of these, my nigga. <laughs> we, we out this shit, boy. Right, like, we out the game. We boy. out the game. You feel me? Like we can't do this no more because right. our credit scores is gonna get fucked up. And these are like real life situations. So, does it matter at our point in our lives? Yes, I think it does mm-hmm. matter. At least if you know where you're trying to go with that person. Yeah, if you, Facts. unless you're still in your hippie shit. And then your older eight, like, and you're beyond 25 and up. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, my nigga. L- listen, but it does matter. I think after 25, you should start. I'm not I'm not going on a date and first question is like, yo, what's your credit score? But I think at 25, if I dated you for like a year or two and we're recommitted to the fact that we're going to be serious, then your credit would, would end up being a factor. I think now, if I know I'm getting serious with you, that... That conversation might come up six months to a year. Um, at this age, if yeah. I if I've committed, yo, we're in a relationship. Six months to a year, that conversation, I might even earlier than that at this right. in, at, at this phase. Like it's it's necessary. If I'm if I'm for whatever reason, I don't want to get into your business, but I do need to you, know if you, you have a decent 
credit score. At our age, bro, if you meet someone at our age and it's like, yo, whatever, you know, you're a year into the relationship and it's like, yo, like, for whatever reason, they the credit score situation will come up at some point. Yeah, you you worried about, about my sexual activity, bitch? I need you, to be worried about your. Well, credit honestly, score. if you were a real one, it should come up. It will come either it, between even, you or her. Uh, yeah, it will pop up. And if I'm like, we're thirty, and you have a fucked up credit score, if it's not school or medical related, that can be an issue. Well, at the end of the day, if I'm looking at my dating pool, right? Because this has happened. I have had a dating pool. Well, I looked at it and I've been like, damn, Shorty is bad. Shorty got a job. Shorty is cool. I like hanging out with her. Her teeth and her credit fucked up. But her credit is fucked up. And why is it fucked up though? Because if it's one thing if you're like, yo, my credit is fucked up, but my school loans is wow. But look at her. She's that a cool. That's cool too. Yeah. But my my so let yeah, my credit is fucked up because when I was younger, I was going wild and free. My shit is maxed out. I gotta look at you like, damn. So that means that either A, I gotta be captain, save a hoe, and pay your shit off. Right. And and like or help you pay that off. Right. Or B, I, we gotta wait several years before we could really build a life. All right. Am I willing to do that? Am I not willing to do that? As opposed to if she's bad, da 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 da. She's bad and her credit good, she got the leg up. Unfortunately, like I might, I might consider her more. Like I'm at the age where that would play a factor It'll into the factor, yeah. into the decision making of right. do I want to continue to go down that path with you? It's I not going to rule you out, but I respect it. Yeah. I think it's I think it's a necessary conversation at our age. It's a necessary conversation. It can be a factor for it's, sure because it also shows your spending habits. Yeah, it shows your spending habits and it shows the lifestyle. That now, you're for me. To live. For me, the the one caviar would be, if you're actively trying to pay it off and you're trying to rebuild your shit, I'm cool with that. Yeah, that's right. fine. But if you just got a wild out credit score and you just like, I'm about to try and get another one though, bitch, you gotta go. You gotta go. <laughs> yeah. I look at your joint. Your joint is a calm twelve grand, <laughs> and you're talking about well, you know, <laughs> all right, though. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna need to have a conversation. Yeah, nah. You feel me? Because that means she's gonna fuck your credit. Fellas and, and ladies, if that nigga or that shorty got a fucked up credit score and she don't really care about it, that means your credit is next, nigga. Facts. <laughs> Facts and tennis. <laughs> she is a bad chick, you know, Gucci this, Louis that. A credit score fucked up, bro. Get ready for a bad chick with fucked up credit. Get ready for that. Yep. Get ready. All right, so real quick, this nigga age. Well, let's talk about Daniel Caesar first. Daniel Caesar been on some weird shit lately. So we talked about him last week with the whole fucking Dave Chappelle, uh, Dave Chappelle situation, and I was kind of like, I could understand where he was coming from with the Dave Chappelle thing. Now, now things are just starting to come together. So the nigga used to have these wild dreads, and like his hair was real Afrocentric. Now he didn't. He didn't went blonde with pink in it. And he looks really different. I'm gonna say different. He, nigga look like a waiter. I don't fuck it. He look. He nigga look weird. And so there's this shorty, yes, Jules, who was getting dragged for the last week, but deservingly so because she came at Karen Civil and she came at Scotty Beam. Shout out to Scotty. Um, and she was on some show where Murder Mook and some other niggas, um, were. Hyping her up as she was saying heads, things. Heads, right. Yeah, saying shit like, 
like just saying things and they were like, oh, well, you could say the N-word because you're not even white. But she's white. She's white and Puerto Rican. Some some mix like that. Um, and so like they got dragged too because they were bugging out while allowing her to talk about black people negatively. Y'all trying to big her up just because she a white girl with a fat ass. That's basically what it came down to. So now this nigga comes out and he starts talking about defending her. Like, oh, sometimes black people could be so mean to white people. I don't know what he's doing right... I don't know what the silly nigga talking about, bro. But I ain't saying he got to get canceled. Dye your head back to black. Yeah, I think right you now. need to... Whatever LSD you on, bro... Right, you got you to gotta go. Yeah, get off that shit. You got to go. Get off it. Shrooms, my guy. It looked like, look like the nigga is trying to... I don't know, man. I don't know if he's trying to be Frank Ocean. I don't know. I don't know. But his music is fire. So I'm like... When a nigga go through the image change like that, that makes me less inclined to want to hear his new shit. Because before, his image kind of fit the whole soulful sound that was coming from him. Now you look like a fucking melted Slurpee, and it ain't working oh. out. That shit look crazy. Damn. But yeah, that, that sounds wild. Yeah, that sounds I'm not with this nigga. Um, Adrian Broner and Andrew Cadwell. You saw the journey about that? No. Oh. I might have a, I might have something lined up for for Adrian though, but uh, can't speak on it yet. I gotta wait till the conversation happens. Well, this nigga was going back and forth with the nigga who was was delivered from penis. I am delivered, right? So we we, we remember, yeah. So they was having a, a back and <clears throat> Adrian went put a post out on social media talking about the nigga said he wanted to suck his dick or some shit like oh, that. Damn. Then the nigga went on a rant talking about, yo, if any of y'all niggas on that gay shit, I'ma shoot you in the face oh, or and if I don't got shit. a gun, I'ma punch you in the face. Oh. So then Yeah, he about he about to lose everything. Andrew came back out and was like, nigga, you talking mad hot, but I got the receipts. I got, you wanted me to eat your ass. Yo it got real fast. It got real Kool Aid, my nigga. They mixed that shit up. If he got receipts, boy, his boxing career is done. I don't think he got. That iced tea. That iced tea that you mixed out the joint. That 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 what was it? Tango. Remember Tango? Yeah. I hate when I hate when niggas be like, I got receipts. I hate that fucking line. Well, my thing, I don't know. I don't know. I pray. I pray if it's true. Let the truth come to the light. In the words of Charlemagne the God. Nigga, any nigga that be like, I got receipts, don't really got nothing. Yeah, but my thing is just this though. Like, my nigga, why you gotta go so hard? If you, first of all, it was in the DM, so nobody ever saw the shit. You telling the world that this nigga was in your DM, and then you going mad hard about it. Like, make me look at you kind of weird. Like, bro, what? Relax. Like, you, I'm gonna shoot you in the face, nigga. You ever try to touch me on some gay shit? I'm gonna shoot you in the face, nigga. Calm down, bro. I never really understood that concept of exposing someone that's been in your DM. That's been in your DM. I, I think Chicks that's do stupid. it all the time. I never really understood it. Like if no nobody knows about this, women do it all the time. Nobody knows about this. Just you niggas as do it all the time nigga. too. Yeah, the niggas do it all. Niggas will get a nude and they'll expose it. I don't. To me, that's some silly that's some shit, silly bro. Shit. I might show it to you, yo, bro. I might show my nigga. But for me to go, I'm on not sending media, it to my nigga. That's the difference right there. You're not I'm getting gonna, this. You're not going to get this, my nigga. I'm going to show you right then and there. Yo, Yo you saw bro, this? You saw Cr- shit crazy. It's crazy, right? Somebody right? going to go to jail. But I'm not going to send it to you and be like, Yo, you have to see this. I can't trust. 
Not even I can't. I I don't want to run the risk of multiple people having something private between me and another person. It's over from that. This nigga get mad at me. This nigga get mad at me. This nigga get mad at me and want to do some silly shit. And now that affects me and another person's relationship. And my thing is sometimes you won't even know, bro. Like that and, thing between well, him and... Yeah, niggas don't know. It's like me and you having an argument and now you're going to put it on social media social and be like, media. this nigga wildin'. Why he had to say this shit? It's just me and you, bro. No, now, now other people chime in and make it either bigger or make shit just more complicated, more complicated. than it needs to be. That's it. That's all it came down to. Yo, you that nigga really is wildin'. The other day me and him had this conversation. He was acting the same fucking way. Facts. You brought attention. It's attention seeking. Yeah. That's just bad publicity. That situation actually happened two weeks ago with a label that we're not going to name and one of the artists. And, <laughs> and they going to put the shit on social media. Oh, that shit was insane, bro. And it's like, yo, y'all niggas been rocking with each other for years. That shit was insane. I'm pretty sure what, unexpected. whatever argument y'all going through right now does not deserve to be put on social media and then on top of that, if y'all planned on being cool again, this is definitely a component of y'all not getting back on that Never road. Never happened again, no. Never happened again. That's why, too, like I learned a long time ago, if you're really going to quote unquote at somebody, get at somebody, yo, try to set up a conference call with them or speak to them face to face, but tagging people, nigga, that could do more harm than good in the long run. That, that, that shit... You playing with fire? That that shit may not work out for you. That shit may be a dead end, bro. If I have an argument with somebody, and I didn't feel well about how that ended, I'm not gonna go on social media and tell niggas how to argument with. Right. I'm gonna talk to that person like, yo, I really like how that went down. We should probably have a follow up conversation. I know people right now, bro, that are not following people that they no longer fuck with, but they're still talking shit about that person knowingly. And they know that mad people still fuck with the person that they talking about, even though they not friends with them on social media. It's like you know somebody's gonna send a screenshot, right? You know somebody's gonna send a text message, right? You know somebody's gonna share the video, right? You know it's gonna get back to them. What are you doing? It just becomes a messy world, bro. Messy, it, bro. Oh, I hate sure. it. Like if I have yeah, a problem with someone, I either just speak to that person yeah. directly, or I'll or just vent to another them, person. Right? Any, real life. any, I might not fuck with them if I don't talk to them. Any private communication I have with someone, I expect that shit to be private. Text message, DM, any type of private, whatever. I, I send you a picture. You send me a picture. Anything like that is between me and you. Why in the world would that have to be exposed to, 10 niggas, to, to the... If you want to talk to your friends about it, get advice, all right, cool. Putting it on social media, though? That is over. From there, it's over. It's anybody's opinion. It's anybody's game. And, and we've had situations like that. We've had. And that shit, it it allows for the narrative of the story to be transformed and changed in so many different fucking ways from the actual truth. And now with this court of public opinion where niggas will just kill you, like that shit was nasty. Now that I look back at it, bro, because at the time I just was like, she, that was her perspective. And you thought it was for likes. And I was like, no, nigga, this shit for real, nigga. Oh, no, nah, that shit was for likes read, in her mind. Read these comments. And, Good Lord. In her mind, that shit was for likes. Kill that nigga. Let me put the best picture I have of me out and put this caption. And when niggas is killing him, 
I'm going to just put more fuel to the fire. Instead of killing it, killing it off like, nah, that's not what happened. Like, don't speak on him. Or, yo, if you want to talk about it, hit me up privately. That would have been the real thing to do. Yo, let's talk about this in private. Don't put it on, on social media. Instead, you fueling the fire like, yup, ha, ha, ha. Oh, yeah, that's a, well, yup, he did that. Nigga, you keep. Yeah. Yeah, we ain't gonna go. We ain't gonna go too. It's a wild situation, man. It's still, and I still got, I still got love for both parties. But I'm just looking at it like that could have never been me and my company. I, I, I could, I could not have done that because I know me. I could not have done that. Nah, shit, shit, Rocky. I'm gonna have to educate you after this. Facts. All right. Um, tough knot, bro. Tough night, ladies and gentlemen. We've come to the conclusion that that has some bow ties. If you made it to the end of this video, we y'all really fuck with us. We Facts. Really, we really y'all the real ones. You. Um, and, and and if you haven't, fuck it. Make sure you definitely, you know what I mean, subscribe to all of our platforms and our channels. So our YouTube Facts. page, that has some bow ties. Make sure you also go to the Instagram, that has some bow ties. Twitter. Make sure you also go to the Twitter, that has some bow ties. And make sure you also email us, dadhasandbowties at gmail.com. You know what I mean? If you ever want to, you know, sit down with us, you know, in the office, chop it up um, and all that good shit. Listen, if you're interested in getting some help with your podcast. Oh, true. Yeah. If you're looking for, you know, some consultation. Consultation. Reach out to the guy. Facts. If you if you actually want to record in our space, Facts. it's a possibility. Upgraded right. your quality. Right. Definitely. Listen, there's a lot of y'all. I'm not going to say who. There are a lot of people that I've been... In contact with lately, where y'all may be going to dope studios, like y'all may have been recording in a space that you thought was dope. Right, that niggas quote unquote made it and you know recorded in, which is fine. However, your quality still ain't touching ours, and the content is nowhere near where it needs to be at. So I'm just letting niggas know. All right, you phone conversations, whatever that we've been having. With certain individuals that are interested in us helping them out. Right. And the thing too is, y'all gotta. And that ain't no shade. That, no, it's that, not. It's, it's just real rap. But these niggas are taking your money and and not giving you the service that you really want. And at the same time, too, we've. So we've, when I say we, I mean the collective in the room, D Flow, XAB, Distinguished to God. We've individually and collectively put time, money, ideas, energy and effort into what we're doing. So if you come to us, don't be mad when we say, well, if you want to have a conversation like that, when you're being consulted, don't ask if we put a price point. You don't know what the fuck we did to get in this space. Well, you'll be happy with with the price point anyway. You'll be happy with it. Regardless, because it's like, for those who are interested in getting their certain certain quality and those who are interested in, yo, how did y'all do this? How did y'all do that? How are you able to book this person? How are you able to get this person? If you want that type of consultation, sharing that knowledge comes with a price point. With a price point. In fact, listen, we've been doing this shit for a for minute. A minute, son. I'm a, I ain't gonna let not these even, niggas downplay this shit. <laughs> we've been out here grinding, <laughs> not, not, not putting even, in this work. Facts. Not we're, even on a podcast shit. Just all, real shit. That's real shit. We're all experienced individuals. Facts. Niggas know what's good. Holla at us and stop playing these games. Niggas right. ain't trying to take your money to take your money. Exactly. That has some bowties.gmail.com. But yeah, the tough knot. I would really say the tough knot is, yo. And I, I've said it 
in, in, in different ways on the show. But, yo, if you know that you're not ready for whatever the next step is, whether it's your job, your career path, you know, leaving the crib, the car, just spend as much time as possible getting your, the proper footing together. So if that means, and, I, and I've also put this on social media, yo, if it means coming off of social media for a year, after this video, if you're watching us right now, you're about to go to bed, if you're like, you know what? I fuck with what the tough now was about. I'm going to come off social media for a whole year and get my shit together. But my nigga, if you come off social media and quote unquote, do not get your shit together. Do not come back and blame this fucking podcast. Blame your motherfucking self. You didn't do what you were supposed to do. You didn't literally set aside the time to say, you know what? For the next 12 months, I'm not going to be on this shit. I'm going to make sure I get my weight together. I'm going to make sure I put myself back through school. I only got two semesters left. Shit, I'm going to make sure that I do the right thing by my family because I was giving them hell. I'm going to make sure I start, you know, helping around the house more. But, nigga, if a year passed, we not, obviously, we're not going to be in the same place. We, you can't compare right. yourself to us. We're definitely not going to be in the same place. But what you can do is you can be like, you can compare what I'm saying to you now versus where you at in the future. Just make sure you're ready for the next step. If you're not, yo, start to take away the little stuff from your life that's not bringing you no good fortune. It's, it's not bringing you no wealth. It's not doing nothing for you. But don't blame the podcast and what I'm saying for why you don't get to the next level in your life. So if you need to start stripping shit away, you'll start to strip it away after this, after this podcast. Before you go to bed, start to be like, you know what? I'm going to stop hanging around drug dealers. Because honestly, sooner or later, I'm going to just end up in a situation where I'm at the wrong place at the wrong time with them. And we all going to jail. And I don't even smoke. You know what I mean? I don't play with guns. My best friend, he plays with guns. He, he, you know, he ended up killing somebody. He got me hiding a murder weapon. Mm. If y'all not about that life, and that's something I don't want to entertain, start stripping shit away from your life. Start doing strippers do it every night. I respect that. <laughs> this nigga's an idiot. This nigga's dope. Um, what would dad say? Dad would say, we have to stop trying to get the salacious take with everything that we do in life. Everything is not a one shot. And you trying to get that one thing that gets you hot is making you do things, say things, act a certain type of way that you have to own up to five years from now, two years from now, 10 years from now. So... Honestly and truly, if you want to make it in this entertainment thing, it's about being yourself through and through, especially in this day and age. Don't try and become somebody or become something that you really aren't solely to get the likes and the views. Don't be out here slapping niggas thinking, if I get that one good slap video, I'm going to get a million likes. Fatboy SSC then did his shit. And then what happened? He had to flip that shit around. He had to start being positive. Shiggy did his shit, but all of his shit was, one, really him, and two, was just him in a camera. The shit he was saying was funny. It was relatable. Rennie, the same thing. Him in a camera. No one's getting hurt. No one else is being bombasted in them situations. So what people are doing now is they're trying to say the wildest shit ever. Don't say the wildest shit ever if you don't believe it. If you believe what you're saying, then you can stand by that when niggas come at you and say, yo, you fucked up for saying that. Well, this is why I said it. And normally, if you could defend what you're saying, it's not about 
what you said is just about how you said it and what people may or may not like about it. But if you just trying to say the funniest, wildest shit ever just to get someone to look at your video and hear you say, you know, oh, you know, I'll be down with getting two dicks in my ass. <laughs> like, that shit is corny. Like, the shit is corny. Nobody want, And then when two niggas come up to you talking about, yo, we, yo, we down to put the dicks in your ass. You can't talk about I'm going to punch the nigga in the face or I'm going to go get my gun because I don't know why niggas think it's cool to talk to me like that. Nigga, you said that on your show two days ago. Man up and bend over. <laughs> Facts. So Facts you can't be out here talking about like you you wanna you wanna slap a bitch when you you see her and this that and the third and then when some when someone puts a comment out talking about yo he's a womanizer and he beats women and they you, tag her and you talking about yo I ain't never slapped a woman in, in my life but you said it on your Insta your IG live the other day. You got to live the life that you really are about. Like Distinguished said, we kind of saying the same thing, yeah. but in different ways. Yeah. My thing is, don't try and get this hot take. Don't try and be somebody and turn into somebody that you're not because you think in the social media era, that's how you're going to get on. The way to get on is to unapologetically be yourself. That's it. And again, if you really about what you say... Then when people confront you about it or challenge you on it, you have a little bit of a stance. You can you can push back. But if you not you live in a lie, you're gonna end up like six nine. That's yeah. best example. That's it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Dad Has and Bow Ties. Make sure you tune in next week, Thursday. All right. Y'all enjoy the rest of your night. Listen, don't end up like six nine. All right. Peace. We out. <laughs>